ever wanted to break out of your cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Guy Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry. At You Break Guy Fix, we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most. This is a big responsibility. And from the moment you join our family, our franchisees are provided with the resources and support to bring affordable and convenient electronics repair to your community. Did we mention that with amazing partners like Samsung and Google, you Break iFix franchisees also have access to the highest quality parts and personalized training out there, as well as specialized tools. It's true. And it's also easy to visit youbreakifix.com forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own You Break iFix. This is a podcast. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Jelly Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. My name is Nathan Ivy. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Click the Marvel Show. Law 700. The boy DJ Kupa. BS3 Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad. Sending me letters, I answer back that eventually we be all bent lead out. 
Throwing campaigns, fuck it, I'm running for White House. My niggas control Senate, pipe seats, Jeeps tenant. Mad Lewinsky chicks, some kinky shit. Did dirt, now I knew it would come back one day. So I'm on point strap, prepared for gunplay. Stared at one face, thought it was beat. He looked familiar, ready to blast. Nigga gave me dap, said I feel you. Can't believe how my life changed. From the hood, the first time in my life, I can say I did the right thing. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it. No matter what it takes, my nigga, we gon' take it. Life is what you make it. Make it, nigga. I'ma make it, no matter what it takes, my nigga. We gon' take it. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it, no matter what it takes, my nigga. We gon' take it. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it, no matter what it takes, my nigga. We gon' take it. Everyday shit around the way, shit got me stressed, so I keep on the vest in case a nigga wanna test. I got no time for games 'cause I'm all grown up. You want a joke, nigga? Laugh when you get blown up. And see how funny it is when your kids ain't got no father. Cause you played it sweet. Now you floating in the harbor. Shit is hectic. So respect it for your health. Didn't think it was right. You should have checked it yourself. Life is too short to get caught up in some dumb shit. Wake up one day, 40 years old. On some bum shit. Time flew by. You was too fly to see the light. Every day it's getting darker. Then comes the night. Now what? Realize that you ain't got shit. Not long ago, you was the man on some hot shit. So just keep the flow, yo. Cause you already in this Make sure your shit is right, kid And handle your business Life is what you make it, nigga I'ma make it No matter what it takes, my nigga We gon' take it Life is what you make it, nigga I'ma make it No matter what it takes, my nigga We gon' take it Life is what you make it, nigga I'ma make it No matter what it takes, my nigga We gon' take it Life is what you make it, nigga I'ma make it No matter what it takes, my nigga We gon' take it Make history before you go Fuck the misery you're living, poor We getting dope Except the dollar There's other reasons why I'm living, yo. Time is valuable. Lo and behold, the young, black, and powerful. Gotta eat, yo. Every day my daughter feet grow. You acting cheap with the dough, my heat can blow. Paying doctors when I'm born, a preacher if I'm buried. That's why cash is needed for my kids to inherit. Gotta pay just for living. Tax life is a business. If you catch a bad deal, watch your life diminish. Deals made by God and the devil, and we in it. Pawns in the game, can't complain to say shit. Just strap up and hold on. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. No fears on nothing on earth no tears if i'm dumped in a hearse i won't be the first nor the last nigga let's get this cash nigga life is what you make it nigga i'ma make it no matter what it takes my nigga we gonna take it life is what you make it nigga i'ma make it no matter what it takes my nigga we gonna take it. this is where i struggle with lebron james he has fallen into the far left trap of there's value in embracing your victimhood And so LeBron, I, I watched his press conference. I saw it yesterday, saw it again today. And uh, he his comments analogizing any part of this to Emmett Till is preposterous. Yo, what's good? What's good? Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier yeah. here back in the house. Another week of sports talk. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're live right here on Spreaker.com. Make sure y'all go to Spreaker.com and y'all search for our homepage. And when you get there, click that yellow follow button and you know what happens. You get email notifications of when we do these live shows. Also, if you want to follow us throughout the show, we're on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We got the Facebook page popping. We're also on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And we got the WordPress blog site. So make sure you go to WordPress.com. Search Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, and you'll see a list of all of our blogs listed right there for you. Um, just want to introduce some folks in the chat room. I see the homie Chief Rocker 
Jersey Vern repping the X Squad. What's good? I gotta call you Pimp Chief Rocker now. You Pimp Chief Rocker now, Oh man, and uh, the lady Miss Mocha Bella repping X Squad. What up? What's good? What's good? So, uh, Maestro, what's, what's popping, man? Man, cooling, man. Never dead, never down, man. Life is good, man. Um, I, you know, I, I, I got to share my story, man. Uh, look, man, I, I, I don't know how many of our listeners are too familiar with Youngberg of Sexy Can I Fame and, you know, the band that used to constantly get ride for his chains back in the early 2000s and things of that nature. And you know what? Wasn't he on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, this dude, man. Um, he he got a bad rap, man. Um, and you know, I don't know how much of it is or isn't his fault, but I got the opportunity to listen to this dude's uh, interview on Joe Button's podcast, and um, you know, I, I I almost feel dis. I feel like I'm disrespecting the dude at this point by calling him Young Bird. I mean, I'm gonna continue to call him that because that's what I know him as. But Hitmaker is his. Uh, he's switched over. He doesn't rap no more. Has been rapping for a while actually. He doesn't rap no more. He has fully committed to uh, producing. And um, I read a, or I heard um, in an interview that he is regarded as a top ten producer of all musical genres. Period in his run from let's say 2012 to now. I mean the Bama's uh, the Bama's catalog is crazy, and he even went on to play some of this uh, his you know some of the shit he working on, like mm-hmm. some new Jeremiah shit and artists he was working on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this dude, this dude is in his bag right now, and I, and I feel like um, I feel like uh, I feel like. Um, I shouldn't disrespect him no more. Um, just for anybody who was wondering what has he produced to put him in that top ten, um, Big Sean's bounce back. He just recently did. He did like five joints on um, on uh, uh, Nicki Minaj's last joint. Uh, the famous the business song. Um, I, don't, I don't know how many of our listeners is hip to you know. I, I you know I'm a a avid uh, music listener, so I listen to a lot of this shit. Uh, I don't know if you remember Snapbacks and Tattoos from 2012. Um, I mean, he didn't. Produce, Who's the artist? Uh, the artist was uh, Dricky Graham. He wasn't. He was a one hit wonder. He only had uh-huh. Snapbacks and Tattoos. Okay. But it was a fan, right, it was a popular right. song on the radio. I mean, he's produced for Fabulous. He's produced for T Pain. Uh, he's produced for. You know, a lot of dudes, and um, I just want to give him his proper respect, even though I'm still calling him Young Berg, and I know that's, you know. Well, listen, here, here's my thoughts on that, and, uh, you know, we talked about this before the uh, we I want to play here. a song, but, I, but you, we got a lot to get into. Well, here's the thing. I, I don't think, you know, I know you said you're not going to disrespect him anymore, and that's cool. I think the reason he was disrespected, and I'm not saying you, I'm just saying people that listen to music worldwide, I think he was disrespected because he just wasn't a good rapper. I disagree I think the majority of folks would say he, he wasn't a really good rapper. Who would define a good rapper, though? Because if you're talking about Nas, yeah, no, he's not a good rapper if you're talking about Nas, but you're going to tell me Sexy Can I wasn't a hit? You gonna tell me if I if I play if I right now play you some of Youngberg's songs, right? You gonna be like, 
Yeah, that was a hit. <laughs> yeah, that was a okay. hit. I mean, uh, so if you're talking about him being a bad rapper because he not up there with Nas and he ain't doing what DMX was doing and all that. All right, I mean, nah, he's not as great lyricist per se as them, but to say he's not a... Um, yeah, I just don't think he was thought of as... As a top lyricist. As no. a top, as a top lyricist. A yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, what that's, that's what I'm referring to. Yeah, I'm not saying that... Hits. I'm not saying that I'm saying he's a bad rapper. I'm just saying I think there's a mass out there that's just like... Youngberg, really? I, I, I think I think there's a there's a group of people out there that's like that. Now, getting to the production part of it, and I haven't heard any of his beats yet. You have. Oh, you have. You just don't know that it was him because he's, okay. he's not Young Mega's hit maker now. Right, right. Yeah. So, as a producer, like you said, fire beats, hot tracks, a lot of respect. All right, hold on. Probably he's he's most likely. A better producer than he is a rapper. I, no, I, think, right. I think I think I think when it's even. I think when it's all said and done all right. All right. with Young Berg, he just might be one level above music making versus <laughs> lyricism. Hitmaker. Okay, so this is his beat. This yeah. is is he rapping on this? No, this is okay. Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning by the night. Okay, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a believer. I'm a I'm a believer in him, you know, producing. That I mean, I mean, if if Maestro Style says, yeah, he's that, then well, Maestro Styles, you just said you listen, you're an avid music listener, so. I try. I, I should say I, I try to trust your judgment okay. at times. I try. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What What okay. else you got? I'm, you can keep on talking, but because you gotta understand that he was producing even when he was rapping, like the hits, the the shit that he's you know the hits, right? The shit that he produced. My motherfucking phone reception is going. Slow as hell. Yeah, well, my whole point is, is I, I believe, based on what we just talked about, he deserves a lot more respect for his production than he does for but what I mean him by, being on the right. What I mean as far as disrespect, I meant that I'm not going to call him Hitmaker because I know him as Youngberg. That's more what I was talking about as far as disrespect. Oh, as far as name recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, oh. he, he made it a point to say I'm Hitmaker. And I was right, like, nah, right. Nah. Um, a cat named Kwame kind of is kind of comparable to what young bird has done i hate that comparison but okay i i get it i get it well if, if we're talking yeah. names because yeah, kwame it. dropped his name yeah, when he started producing yeah 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 i'm not talking about styles of rap or styles no, of just, production no, no it's it, it's actually a pretty good comparison i just didn't like it just because i'm on <laughs> just because i'm on the young bird that that's cool that's cool right now but yeah, I, I made a comparison and i thought it was a pretty yeah, I said, I said, I decent one it's a good comparison Folks, so listen, um, I, I played a clip for you guys in the opening intro here of Jason Whitlock commenting on LeBron's vandalized home in L.A. And I have a couple more clips, and I, I just wanted to get your thoughts, Maestro, immediately on what Whitlock had to say in that uh, first clip there. Uh, matter of fact, I'll just I'll play the second clip for you. It's kind of relatable to... What he said he in the allegedly had the N-word spray-painted on his $20 million Brentwood home. He wasn't there. His family wasn't there. He heard about it. He's on stage on my family's safe. 
Say, from what? Spray paint? They're in Cleveland. Uh, again, I, I don't want... Racism is an issue in America. But it is primarily an issue for the poor. It's not LeBron James's issue. LeBron James, whether he likes it or not, or whether people close to him are telling him or not, he has removed himself from the damages and the ravages of real racism. He may have an occasional disrespectful interaction with someone, a disrespectful uh, inconvenience. But again, you talk about the people that murdered Emmett Till got off. An all-white jury let them off. There was no real investigation. The whole town was against them. LeBron's $20 million Brentwood home gets vandalized, and I see two or three police cars trying to get to the bottom of it. LeBron's staff, I'm sure, cleaned up the spray paint within hours. This ain't Emmett Till, and we need to quit. And LeBron needs to quit embracing his victimhood because he's not a victim, and it's a terrible message for black people. That, oh my God, it's so... And Look, man, um, you know, part of me that's trying to be less judgmental in this world, Cedric, what up? Um, part of me wants to be, like, wants to try to understand it from his point, his point of view, and I just can't. Um, because it's not appropriate right now to try to understand what he was trying to say. Um, look, Jason, if somebody, and you know, it's funny because, um, when I first saw it, um, saw the comments on Facebook or something, I think actually Mocha Bella posted it and I saw it. Um, uh, who was it? Chris Broussard and yeah, Chris Broussard and somebody else. Some of Cedric Sabalos and that was Cedric Sabalos? yes, that was Cedric Sabalos oh, in that episode yeah. where Broussard and yeah, Whitlock yeah, yeah, were going yeah, yeah. back and forth. Oh, yeah, that was Cedric Sabalos, that. former Shout NBA out. player. Shout out to him sounding like he was on Whitlock's side, kind of. Um, so <laughs> it, it wasn't like um. Christmas size basically said it's not like they banded, wrote jerk on his on his door. They wrote nigga. Yep. Um, so it, I would love and I don't think Jason Whitlock. I, I'm not sure that Jason Whitlock got kids or not. I, I don't know. But um, I tend to think he doesn't. Yeah, I'm not going to go that route. I, I, I in my mind worked that fast. that it was like I'm about to, you know, try to go on him. I'm not going to do that. Um, I don't know that he has kids, but I would love to hear how he felt like if he has kids, how he was going to explain why somebody would spray paint nigga on a house that you live in. Even if you, if you weren't, Even there, if or not, not there. If you weren't there or not, yeah. I would love to see why he, how he would explain that to his kids and then have, and then be able to have that same dialogue he had on that show with uh with Chris Broussard and had that same opinion. Yep. Because uh with while they may may not have been in any physical damage, a physical threat, you know, any physical danger, um, he definitely was that's definitely something that a kid takes with him. And how do you explain that? Cause he those kids probably go to school with white people. Probably. Um <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and let's be clear, even if that wasn't a white person who vandalized his home, 
then you you probably got a deeper conversation that you need to have about self hate with your kids. Oh, you no know, question you about know, it. When you, when your kids ask, you know, Daddy, why is why why did they do that? Why would they do that? What what would Jason Woodlock say? Like if I went to his house right now and spray paint spray painted coon on his door, and you know his kids saw that, and his kids asked him why why would somebody do that. What would his conversation? What, what what would the what would that conversation be like? It, it's just it's just insensitive, and and, and it's in, it's insensitive um, because like who 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 the fuck are you? And it's funny you mention the kids because Coward also said, "Listen, I got kids, and when you got children, look, your your mind thinks differently when it comes to things like this, regardless of whether." Your kids live in that house, whether they live 2,500 miles away from said home or whether they live up the block from the home. It, it doesn't matter every time something like this happens. I mean, the word nigga was on his house. Yeah. Don't tell me no black dude put that on the house. Well, I'm, you know what? Don't don't tell me that. In 2017, Trey, I'm not surprised if a black nigga did it. Sure. I'm not surprised. Sure. But, but, but I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to put sure. myself out there sure. and say, ain't no black dude did that. Okay. I'm going to put myself out there, and if I'm wrong, I'll eat crow. Yeah. I, I don't give a damn. Uh-huh. But that, that, that that's partly not why I'm I'm so upset with Whitlock with his comments about this. And I'm going to play this clip for you as to why I'm a little bit further upset with what he said here. But you're right. It's inappropriate. It's a bad. It's, it's bad timing. Yeah. It's bad timing to try to say LeBron's the victim. Oh, he's just sitting up there trying to blah blah blah. And to what Cedric Sabalo said, and you were saying that he kind of was. You thought he was on it the side of Whitlock. Well, I don't want to say he was on the side. He was. He was trying to make. I don't he was trying to make. Trying to make it make sense. I don't. Yeah. What he was saying. But I don't believe he was on Whitlock's side. I think what Sabalos was trying to say was that. LeBron is not putting himself as a victim. I think LeBron is using the platform to continue to spread the awareness out there that no matter how much money you got, no matter how rich, no matter how famous, wealthy you are, if you're on the top of the world and you've got it all, it doesn't matter. Racism is going to follow you. And no matter how many kids you got, you're still going to have to have LeBron is going to have to have these conversations the same way you and I is have LeBron, to have these conversations Le, with LeBron our kids. Was LeBron James a victim in this situation? Le, was LeBron a victim? Yeah. Um. See that that for me that's that's kind of tough to answer because look, I'll give Whitlock a little bit of credit here. I'm, he's right. He wasn't there. He's he's absolutely right about that. He wasn't there. His family wasn't there. Okay, fine, but. That's why he's got this platform. If LeBron wants to put this thing out there that, look, this situation is all about racism. It extends further beyond vandalism. Then I'm cool with that. I'm I'm, I'm perfectly okay and fine with that. LeBron James was a victim. I don't, it ain't no, no nothing. It ain't, I don't give a fuck about whether he was there or not. If I... Let's be clear, and and, and 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 I like to take it to an. I like the I like extremes because that's what I'm into. It, it don't matter if 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 you sitting here drinking your water, mm-hmm. and I slap that shit 
off the table mm-hmm. and it get on you, you a fucking victim. Mm-hmm. It, don't, it don't matter how much fucking money you make, you a right. fucking victim. Right. Now, is that as per se as bad as somebody spray painting your house, spray painting nigga on your house while you wasn't home and you didn't even have to see it? No, probably not. That's not the comparison. What but you're saying not, is if something happens is, to somebody, it's a victim. To you irregardless of status the severity or, of it, you a fucking victim. Okay. Now, he and because he was a victim, he got the right to take that shit where he want to take it. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, I'm, the, I'm in agreement with right that. To take that shit. Yeah, no question. So, so what Whitlock was trying to say is, I, I, and I think I, he was trying to say that you know there are bigger problems going on, but I don't give a fuck about bigger problems. You know, Dave Chappelle and, and I, Dave Chappelle had a great. Um, anecdote in one of his comedy series is he talked about um you know where uh you know you hungry like you hungry right and then and that's like you saying you hungry and then somebody's saying to you uh well it's people over in africa that's not eating what mm-hmm. the fuck they gotta do with me being hungry right now i still want lunch right you get what i'm saying right so it's not about it's not about the fact that um you know he's in this big you know he's making billions of dollars or whatever whatever if you were inconvenienced to the slightest you are a victim and you got a right to to respond how you want to respond and the fact of the matter is is that it's with the times that we in it makes perfect sense for him to take this issue and um and and take it to this proportion because that's an inconvenience i don't want no motherfucker painting on my house that i look i yeah. I get paid billions of dollars. I grind, me and LeBron. I grind my ass off to get shoe deals, and and and, and regardless of how I played game two in the third quarter, um, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm balling, and I'm getting paid for what I do, and I'm buying shit with the shit that I, you know, with my hard work. And you gonna just because you don't like something I do, you gonna paint on my fucking house? It's an inconvenience. I'll beat your ass. It's an inconvenience. I'll beat your ass. And, and Whitlock, Whitlock said, which I agreed with, look, it's an unfortunate inconvenience. No, no question about it. But LeBron had every single right to express the way how he felt about the situation because it affects him. Whether he's famous, whether he's an old Joe like us or whatever, it, or he's homeless. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you kick my soda can over... I beat your ass if you got me in the right mode. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't so, and then I'll talk about man, this hating ass nigga was kicked the kicked over my spray my soda can because because he a hater. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna talk about it how I want to talk about it. And, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that fuck you how you feel about it because it ain't happened to you. And how about this for an example? Whitlock cutting off Broussard when they were doing their little back and forth. Broussard was a victim of being cut off and I, by you, and, and that, and, and for real, thank God that I ain't on, I ain't on them on, on them platforms yet, because that might that might have been an issue for me. Oh, definitely, that might have been. Like, oh, no, definitely. And Broussard, look, Broussard's class not, and all I'm that. He looked well, like he wanted to duff out I'm Whitlock. Not that well media train, because I'd have been like, I will beat your fat ass, mm-hmm. like, like, like straight up, like don't, don't. And, and this the, my show. And the crazy thing is, is Fox. Probably would allow it. <laughs> that's the, that's know, the crazy thing know, about it. You know what's even what, what I what else I didn't like about it? Um, Jason Whitlock found another way to bring Charlemagne into the situation. 
Oh yeah, he did mention Charlemagne into this. And Here, like, here's one thing I, I mean to cut you yeah. off because here's the other thing that pissed me off about what Whitlock had to say extensively about this. Listen to him compare himself to some other important black folks. You know, LeBron's comment about uh, no matter how rich you are, no matter how famous you are, it's tough being black in America. That is a lie. It's not tough being Oprah Winfrey. It's not tough being LeBron James. It's not tough being Jason Whitlock. Son, how dare you? How damn dare you compare yourself to Oprah Winfrey, did, did, like, 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 son, like <laughs> that, that set me off right there. Is it, like, okay, yeah, you Jason Whitlock, you, you know, you've been this journalist for so many years, you've been on television and all that stuff, nigga. You not Oprah. I mean, you ain't, you ain't. And what he was trying to say is that he making a certain amount of money where where his it, man, his he he outweighing his his assets is outweighing his expenses. That's sure. all he's trying to yeah, say. Yeah, okay, but. but but, nigga, it, the way that came saying, off. Yeah, though. I got you. The nigga, nigga, nah. It's just that you live different. You got struggles, just like everybody else in the world got struggles. Like you trying to say it's not difficult. Like nigga, the way he's trying to figure out how to get out of this whole backlash he catching. Yeah. On the shot. Yeah. Nah. Life is difficult for you. It's just different struggles. You don't gotta. It's just different struggles. You not out in this. You not out in the streets per se. Like in like you don't hit clubs. You don't hit like little areas where a nigga might real live check you. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So yeah, it's a little. It's a little different for you. But have you be that type of person? Them type of scenes. See the reason why Jason. The reason why Jason Whitlock, I feel, is can confidently go on here and say shit like that is because he ain't got to deal with no motherfucker that might real live check him. When I mean check him, I mean his chin. Mm. I don't know. And and here's what else he had to say. He he's kind of feeling himself here, kind of bragging about his his lifestyle. When I leave here today, I'm going to drive to Wilshire Boulevard, get out of my car and throw the keys to my car to some white or latino man who's going to say, "Mr. Whitlock, anything I can do for you today?" I'm going to walk into my building, the concierge, probably black, is "Mr. Whitlock, I got a package for you. Anything I can do for you today?" And then I'm going to go up to my fourth floor apartment and continue to do whatever the hell it is I want to do. And I'm not nearly as rich as LeBron James. And so to sit here and act like LeBron, Oprah, me, uh, <laughs> and a bunch of people in between have some miserable life or, oh, we get out of bed every day like, oh, God, I'm black. What am I going to do today? <laughs> oh, I hope I can make it. I'm black in America. That's not our existence. That's a lie. So, see, I hope one day, you know, I, I be, you know, become more wealthy, you know, from where I'm at now. I, I hope I one know day, I'm more I, I, I hope, I pray to God one day that, you know, I, I'll be wealthy, take my wife and kids someplace, you know, live a great lifestyle, and I like to be able to, you know, come back home. And when I mean home, I'm talking New York City, Brooklyn, Queens, and just, you know, show out. I, 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 I would love to do that because, look, because guess what? And, and I know this is this might be a bad comparison, but when Chinks went back to the hood, niggas capped him. 
And it's and again, it's a bad it's a bad comparison. Yeah, exactly. it's I, mean, just, I get what you're trying to say, but it, it, he never really left per se. It, it, sure, I sure, I, I I get it. That's why I said it's it's a bad comparison. But look, I wish I could just go, and I don't know what it Wilshire was, Boulevard is. Thing, that's the, I would assume that's a, a expensive living. It sounds like that, yeah. but please let let me you know dish my keys off to somebody. And not even have a thought in the back of my mind, like, yo, am I really gonna see my car ever again? Like, you know, niggas be having them thoughts, man. But no, what, what he was trying to say is basically he he got he's comfortable, and, and and that's cool. Um, but don't sit here and act like don't act like don't act like racism can't hit you, bruh. Racism gonna it's gonna hit you in in so many other ways, it's man. Comments like it's comments like that. That that a make a nigga want to see, and that I don't mean me, and I certainly don't wish this on nobody. It's comments like that though that a make a nigga run up on you and check you, like real and like in real life, like yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like I said, Broussard looked like he wanted to. No, 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 I'm not talking. No, I'm, I'm talking about niggas in the street. I'm not talking about on set. I'm talking about while you hopping out your nice car on Wilshire Boulevard. And you tossing your keys and a nigga punch you in your face while you walking into your door. Like it's it's comments like that that mm-hmm. get, that you know what I'm saying. It's comments right. like that that'll get a motherfucker spraying coon on your on your apartment door. It, it's it, it's it's shit. Like you you got all, what I would say to Jason Whitlock, and and I, I mean obviously you know it may or may not get to him, but I'm gonna stop saying like that to Jason Whitlock. Um, stop. Watch what you say, man. Cause a nigga, might, it's a it's some niggas out here that might real life check you on your shit, and there's niggas out here that want to check you. Well, nah, I don't think niggas want to check him yet. Cause if niggas wanted to check him, he could be checked, and that's sure. Just, and that's just a fact. But right? ain't sh- nobody sure. But don't don't tell me that there's somebody not sitting at home on their computer like yo, like I I want to. Deck this nigga no, in the face. About, but I'm talking about real, like for real. Want to check him? I ain't talking about like I'm angry. I'm um, I got fake. I'm I, I'm outraged by what he said. Sure, I'm but, talking no, about, no, but, uh, but no, but you're talking about the ability to talk, check no, him. No, no, I'm no, I'm talking about the want to do it. Yeah, you can I'm have the about, you can have the want to do about, it in front of your computer or your me, tablet. Let, let me tell you what I mean. Let me tell you what I mean because it because it and you know this might be where we differ. There is. I kind of want to do it, and then there's I want to do it. And normally, when you really want to do it, more people, people, more times than not, just do it. You get what I'm saying? If they, yeah, if they if have they the ability really to go, do so. Well, how hard is it to go to Wilshire Boulevard? How, how hard would you say it's hard to go to Wilshire Boulevard? Well, I don't how think it's, I don't think be, it's that. I don't think it's hard, that hard. How hard would you, how hard would you say it is to pull up on the outside of uh, whatever studio he recording at? Yeah, listen. I, listen. I don't think it's that hard. But I'm saying, I'm, the, you saying the ability? I'm saying the ability. Is no, there. I'm saying I'm saying the ability is different from the want. Just because someone doesn't have the ability to want to knock them in the face, My, whether it be from your laptop or from your what you're watching them on TV, that doesn't mean you don't have the want. No, want to punch the guy. That's I'm that's saying, my point. But but and I, and I hear I heard you. What I'm saying is there's levels to this shit. It's kind of wanting it mm-hmm. and wanting to do it. You get what I'm saying? I'm talking, I'm saying the people at the that's at the the laptops they kind of want to punch this nigga in the face. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the nigga that pull up. 
Because you gotta understand. Yeah, that's, that's, that's that that guy had more of an ability to do so than the person that wanted to do it but didn't have the ability. He had just as much as ability as the person at the laptop. About a laptop, he just didn't act on it. Well, th- but that's that's ability. <laughs> that's not, no, 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 no. It's a difference between having. It's a it's a difference between doing it because you can have the want and the ability to do so. But you can also have the want and not the ability to do so. Who don't have the, what I'm saying is, is who don't have the ability if they really wanted to do it to pull up. The person that doesn't have the who like, I'm, doesn't have the ability. I'm not saying by name. I'm saying what demographic doesn't have the ability. To I don't know about it. I don't know about demographics and I'm all saying, that. Like I'm, so, if I'm if I'm Maestro Styles, uh, angry you know person at the computer, mm-hmm. and I ain't like what he said. I said I want to pull up. I could pull up. I have the ability to pull up. Sure, yeah. I could go get a. I can go catch a bus or a plane ticket or drive or however. Sure, that's that's up. fine. Yeah, yeah, that that's fine. I'm saying. So what I'm saying to you is, is that there's that kind of one that that most of us are. That's why we we kind of complaining and not really pulling up and punching this nigga in the face. Cause let's be clear. And I keep referencing Joe Button, but he 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 mentioned this. Um um he mentioned this. When you want to do it, <laughs> you go and do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to really want to do it. And, 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 sure, and, and but it, it takes, comes with... It takes, hold on. It takes a nigga. It takes a nigga to get punched in his face sometimes to learn his lesson. I agree with that. So, you, so if, you, if you're telling me out of the thousands and maybe hundreds of thousands and maybe millions of people that heard this comment of Jason Whitlock, mm-hmm. and I would assume that a percentage of us know or believe that creed because me and you in agreement that sometimes all a nigga gotta do is get punched in his face to learn his lesson. No doubt. Out of the hundreds of thousands and maybe millions of people that that listen to his show and kind of want to punch him in his face, why has nobody pulled up on this nigga? I don't know, bro. All I'm saying Everybody is, has the ability. Oh, most oh. I, let me say most people have the ability. Trey, you have the ability if you really wanted to pull up. And punch this nigga in his face. You have the ability now. Obviously, there's consequences and things of that nature. Sure, I'm yeah, and, and and that's why and that's why I'm but breaking that, it down the way I'm breaking it down. But that doesn't. But that. But that's not lack of ability. That's responsibility. You still sure. have, you you as a responsible adult have the the ability to say, regardless of my responsibilities, I'm gonna pull up on this nigga and punch him in his face with the hopes that he might not talk yeah, so sure. Right yeah, time. sure. Uh, again. And it's got to be black and white. I feel, Trey, I feel like it's got to be black and white like that because otherwise you're making excuses. Okay, sure. But in, in, the, in the end, though, the, the want and the ability to me is, is, o- is always going to be two different things. Yeah. Like you said, I can, I can go and punch Jason Whitlock in the face. you don't have the ability and you do have the ability. No, I have to have the want to do the I have to want to do the ability to right, do it. Right, but I'm, regardless of the want. And 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 I'm and let's saying, and on, let's on, face on, it, yeah. the ability costs money too. No, no, but that but that ain't that, that, <laughs> that ain't the point. That that's really not the point because you have regardless of what the consequences are, whether he press charges or whatever happens, you get arrested whatever happened. Mm-hmm. You have the ability, whether you got away or didn't, you have the ability. If you, Trey Frazier, decided you wanted to get up, hop on a plane or, or get in your car, drive to where he at, mm-hmm. and punch him in his face, uh, you, 
you can do that. You just got you just wouldn't do that because you don't want to do that. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm boy. saying. I don't. That, but, that's but that's I, but that's my definition of but, saying I don't I don't have the ability you, to do that because of uh, because because of those things you just mentioned. But you have. But that's why I'm classifying you and me myself as mm-hmm. kind of one. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Kind okay. of one. That's the difference between a nigga that kind of wanted and a nigga that wanted. If you really want it, fuck whatever you got to go through. I'm gonna do it because I want to do it. You feel me? Niggas, niggas slip the rubber off and go wrong the bitch knowing that shit wrong because they really want to fuck that bitch raw. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Niggas, niggas, you know what I'm saying? Niggas shit on niggas and, and do dirt to come up. You know, they say with every rich, per, uh, with every big, uh, with every big wealth is a big crime, right? Yep. But that wealthy motherfucker knew there was a point where he was going to have to do some shit that he wasn't supposed to do. But the want for that wealth was so big. He went and did some grimy shit to get what he wanted to get, and that's and, and, and if and if that that theory be true, then it's a lot of niggas that kind of want wealth because they were not willing to be immoral to get the wealth. Right. So so getting back to Whitlock. So yeah. your point is is that if guys wanted to do to punch him, it would have happened. It would have happened. How do we know what hasn't happened? <laughs> because it'd be all over the news by now. Let's be, look, come on, Trey. Let, let's not be naive now. Uh, if he well, got punched in his face, well, even if Fox Fox tried to cover it up, he'd be somewhere talking about he got punched in his face. Because well, you know what he would do? Mm-hmm. He would claim victim, just like LeBron James did. Well, just yeah, like he maybe, criticizing LeBron James. Maybe. Hey, Jason Willow, get the fuck out of here, Maybe, but I, I still think people, I, there's people that want to punch him. There's people that no, but I, but we're agreeing. But I'm saying there's levels to it. It's people that kind of wanted to punch him. Don't oh. nobody really want to punch this nigga okay. because if they did, it would have happened by then. Oh, well, sure, sure. And 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 after we're done with this show, there's people that still gonna want to punch him. I kind might of. still I might still want to punch him. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> if Jason Woodlock knocked on his door, would you punch him in his face? I probably would. I I I, 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 pro- I probably would. Just, just off of reflex. Just, just off of you know what we're talking clear. about. Let me be clear. If Jason Woodlock and and and, and all the shit I'm talking, mm-hmm. if Jason Woodlock knocked on my door, I wouldn't punch him in his face. Okay, that's that's you. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd be like, for I'd be that nigga. Like, I wish I could see my for real that's, nigga. That's like, you. Yeah, no, that that's you. Uh, I think because we're talking about it, and if he just so happens, hey, knock, knock, knock. Y'all talking shit about me? Like, yeah, like. Nigga, that motherfucker. Like nigga, pop. <laughs> right. Hey Sluggo, uh, what up, Sluggo? Uh, what up, Sharif? Sharif, what up? Um, uh, Sluggo. Okay, my Yeah, he said, uh, "Ask Stabo Cephalosha how well his millions protected him when he was humiliated and abused by the cops." Yeah. So he's talking about the thing in New York in City New York when City, he was with yeah. the Hawks and all yeah. that stuff. So yeah, good, good example there. And he also said, "By and large, we're all bark and absolutely no bite." That's a fact. Yep. No, no question about it. That's a fact. Two four zero five three two two seven one eight is the number to dial the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're going to take a quick break and come right back and get into some more sports topics. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, people. We'll be back. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani, J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute Show.com. Ain't that right, Lopan? 
SME, you're not ready for the number one chief rocket Jersey Vern doing his recap show on SME. Listen, ain't nobody out here show can go three hours nonstop. No commercial interruptions, anything like that. The Chief Rocker does a three-hour show with no breaks. So all you other talk shows, you better up your game and get it right because the Jersey Vern is about to stomp on you, the number one Chief Rocker. Boom, shakalaka, suckers. Polo to the float out. You already know though. It's Adamville for real. You see your hoe just take a photo. I'm repping that some photo with a fofo on your brodo. Cause that Jodo thought that he could rob a player for some dodo. Also Allen Temple, also England Manor, also Misty Valley, and I got a couple pounds yesterday out of Cali. And my bad bitch from the valley bought me brand new balance. And I'm playing with a no American dream, dusty roll. Man, she been riding clean since her daddy rode on bowl. I done fucked up in every hole, telling every hole. I ain't fucked up with my wife, but if she meet her, might be a go. Yeah. 
Yo ho, listen, listen. Just like I told Coco, Coco. my vision is pimping. Pimpin'. You already know though, know so go ho, slow ho for the popo that my logo, logo show ho. Yo ho, listen, listen. Just like I told Coco, Coco my vision is pimping. pimping. You already know though, know so go ho, slow ho for the popo that my logo, logo show ho. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Maestro Styles yep. and Trey Frazier here in the house. If you want to call the show, the number's 240-532-2718. I see the homie Jelani from the Wait a Minute shows yes, in the house. Was good, was good. Oh, yeah. Happy belated to the homie Sharif, too, by the way. Uh, Yes, yes. Oh, and happy birthday yes, sir. to the brother, to the homie Melvin, part of the crew. I I can't believe I, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, I, I meant to give my shout out earlier in the happy show. Related to uh, happy and happy related to the homie Sharif, y'all. Make sure y'all show the homie Sharif some love. Yes, definitely. Um, so uh, we got to say rest in peace to the late Janet Smith, uh, mother of Stephen A. Smith. Uh, lost her battle with cancer last week, so uh, Stephen A. had to be away from television and sports talk. For about a week now, and uh, just want to send shots out, and condolences to the Smith family and yep. everybody else involved there. Um, got some baseball milestones. Uh, just wanted to, you know, talk about here. Um, Edison Volquez with the Miami Marlins threw a no hitter versus Arizona on Saturday night. So congrats to him. I think that's the sixth no hitter in Marlins history. So congrats on that front. And then the homie Albert Pujols hit a 600 home run over the weekend, and um, he's he's in some pretty elite. Well, he's already in elite company before hitting 600, so he's in the 600 club now. Congrats to that man, future Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. Um, any thoughts about that? Or are you good? I'm good. Uh, Shouts out to Pujols, man. I mean, legend. And uh, the Volquez, I ain't really too hip with Volquez, you know, as I'm not really a super baseball dude. But, I mean, I, I do recognize no hitters are hard to come by, obviously. Shouts out to him. Yep, no doubt about it. Um, some football stuff. So, I saw this going across the screen last night. And ESPN and Monday Night Football is bringing back Hank Williams Jr. As most of y'all know, he's the Are You Ready for Some Football theme song and... Um, they're bringing him back for the 2017 season to do the theme song. And just my quick take on it, Maestro. I always thought, Why was you know, he taking off again? Huh? Why was he taking off again? Why did he? I thought he got dumped. Yeah, right. Why did it happen again? I feel like it was a reason. I feel like it was a bad reason. Uh, I, 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 I can't fact, recall. Let me Google it now. I you you like can, a, I yeah. Feel like it was a bad reason why he was taking off the uh, taking over the air. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. I know they, they booted him off. But when you watch Monday Night Football, and I know it's not the same from when it was on ABC years ago, when it, you know ESPN got the package, they still kept him, and they let him off. Even though I wasn't excited about the Monday Night Football theme, I always thought that there was a mystique to that particular theme song and him being a part of that. So when he got booted off, I kind of got confused about it. At the same time, it was like, okay, you know, it's modern day. Maybe we need a change, and change is good. So, um, for him Thank to come, Sharif. so for him to come back, um, 
I don't know. I don't. I'm well, not as. I'm yeah, not yeah. as amped up because I wasn't amped up from the get go. Well, but yeah. I reckon. But I recognized there was a mystique about it. Well, um, well, do you, do you want to know? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to put racist comments. Uh, thanks, Sharif. Um, they dropped them over Obama remarks. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this for this page to load. To okay. Figure out exactly what he said. Okay. But um, somebody got punished over Obama remarks. Um, you, you hardly think? ever hear that. No, nah, yeah, a lot of people be losing endorsements behind that shit. People yeah. be losing a lot of endorsements behind that Yeah, but it, they, shit. it gets swept under the rug. Uh, so, can I be honest with you, man? I don't want him back on. I don't want him back on. I'm not mad at that. No, I I don't want him back I'm on. I'm not mad I, at that. And, and the reason why I didn't attack it, because I wasn't 100% sure that, you know... He had said something, yep. you know what I'm saying? He but but I but I had kind of vaguely remembered that he had got dropped for a reason. So the real question for mm. me, right, is why is he back on? Well, one thing comes to mind. Ratings. And I get Hank Williams Jr. I don't think is going to boost, you know, ratings by 150% and all that stuff, but but let's face it. Monday Night Football is not the marquee night for football anymore. Ever since NBC got the Sunday Night Package, that has been the place of what Monday Night Football was on ABC for so many years. That's what NBC Sunday Night Football is now. So when we watch Monday Night Football, it just feels like it's like another, you know, it's like another game. You know, the matchups aren't that great most of the time. Um... Again, it's cable, so it's not on broadcast television. So you you, you kind of feel like that game is the most is the least watched, probably next to the Thursday games. But it's probably the least watched game okay. of the week. Okay. So um, I so I kind of think that for a ratings boost, if you will, and and let's and let's not forget, ESPN laid off a lot of people, over a hundred people. So. They're trying to get some of what they felt like they're losing as far as fanfare, as far as the whole mystique of ESPN is concerned. Maybe they're going for that. I, I don't have the definite answer, but well, that's, I mean, what, that's to me what comes has, to mind. We don't have definite answers. Yeah, but, but to so, me, that's what comes to mind. Okay, so I'm going to read a little quick paragraph. <laughs> Look at Mocha. Mocha says, come on, y'all. He's back because the orange man is in the White House. Um, thank you, Mocha. Better the country singer who performs Are You Ready for Some Monday Night Football lead-in on ESPN's Monday Night Football has been pulled from the program after comparing President, note President at the time, to yep. Barack, Obama, Barack Obama to Adolf Hitler in an interview Monday morning. Obviously, this is a dated, yep. uh, mm-hmm. dated article. Yep. Uh, Williams told Fox News anchors on Fox & Friends that his summer golf summit between Obama and House Speaker John Boner, uh, I'm sure I'm saying his last name wrong, and I'm going to pause that, uh, was like Hitler playing was like Hitler playing golf with uh, the Israeli Prime Minister. I, I don't know that. I can't pronounce that last name. When asked to elaborate on his analogy of Barack Obama being compared to uh, Adolf Hitler, uh, he went on to say, uh, "I just. I don't know what just happened." Your phone, uh, your phone's slow lately, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, basically, he called Obama 
President Obama and Joe Biden the enemy. Okay. Um, okay. So, so <laughs> you compare a president to Adolf Hitler, you get kicked off because obviously he doesn't represent what your network represents. And then years later, you bring him back on as if his uh, theory changed. Good point. Um, not now that I hear those comments, it, it, it does beg the question. Why now? I mean, can we can we can what, we what? can we as a cause can we as a team throw the ratings idea out the window? Um, no, we can't no? because okay. we can't do that because it's just like it's just like you you get that job you you get that job and you do something or you you and a fellow coworker let's say your your fellow coworker's white and both of y'all you know do something that was not with the code of ethics or whatever mm-hmm. and they make a decision a business decision based on money because it's always all about the money they fire the black guy they keep the white guy because oh it's 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 a business decision. It's a financial decision. And I'm I'm kind of leaving some things out of that. But what I'm really trying to say is is that people care. These companies care about ratings, and they'll do whatever it takes, regardless of what a person's thoughts might have been five, ten years ago, so let me pose or not. Question. So let me pose this question to you, sir. Because you you obviously you obviously recognize the the moral. Uh, the moral implications that this brings about by bringing Hank Williams back onto this show. Yep. So you're telling me that ESPN, um, multi-million dollar company, mm-hmm. saying is saying that the only way we can boost our ratings is to bring back somebody who compared Barack Obama to Adolf Hitler. It's not out of the possibility. And let me and let me add to that also. Obama's not in office anymore. What does that have to do with anything? Because ESPN feels like they're not going to get the backlash. Now, now if Obama okay. was still in office, well, should they get don't you, but, but don't you think if Obama was still in office, you think there'd be a bigger backlash than what, I don't know, if, even if there is one right uh, now. It doesn't seem like that. Yeah, I don't even know if there is. But if Obama was still in office, okay, don't so you should there be think a it would change? Should should there be a backlash should, right should, now? Should ESPN be under should ESPN be under fire right now because uh, because for them bringing back Hank Williams to do the Monday Night Football lead in? I believe they should be under some kind of fire for this. Somebody somebody should be saying somebody something, should be right? saying something. No question about it. But in the end, I think because the climate is different now. And because, they feel like oh, in the, because and they, Donald Trump is in office. When you say climate is different, yeah, you know, that's part of it. Yes, and the and the fact that what about what I mean, happened? It happened what five five six years ago, something like that. Let me let me let me make a let me make a uh, let me make let me draw a corollary, if you will. Right. So Martin Lawrence uh, hosted SNL mm-hmm. um, in the late eighties, early nineties, mm-hmm. and was banned from SNL mm-hmm. for making jokes about. Um, so it was something inappropriate, right? Like it was, I, you know, right. it was something outside of what SNL believed. had nothing to do with presidency or anything like that. He went on. Martin Lawrence went on 
to become one of the biggest comedians in the 90s. Yep. He has never been invited back to SNL, irregardless of the fact that that would obviously be a uh, growth in ratings if you brought Martin Lawrence back. I think Eddie Murphy was in the same situation. Why would... So, I mean, do you see the corollary, though? Martin Lawrence was bigger than anybody in SNL in the 90s. Right. I mean, anybody. Yep. So, for ratings... Mm Mm-hmm. They couldn't bring Martin Lawrence back, but for ratings, and obviously different networks, they can bring and different Hank Williams and, back. and different careers. Well, I don't know what careers have to do with. We're talking about entertainment. It's the same career. Yeah, but their careers are di- Hank Williams Jr. and Martin Lawrence have two different careers and is- on and are on two different levels of success in their perspective talents. The the I don't know what that has to do with. Rated boost the ratings if you're talking about Martin Lawrence in the '90s and Hank Williams now. But what what other and, and what would, and what would you and what would you say and, and how would you and how would you define their careers? Are you saying that Hank Williams is bigger than Martin Lawrence or Martin? No, Lawrence I'm saying there? no, hell no. Well, Martin Lawrence is bigger than no, Hank Williams Jr. I, I disagree. Numbers would suggest that Hank Williams is bigger than Martin Lawrence, and especially if you're talking about what, 2017. What, no, what numbers? Hank Williams is, if I'm not mistaken, I believe I just saw Hank Williams got something out. He's still one of the biggest country singers in, um, in in music. Okay. Martin Lawrence is. Oh yeah, you you the music guy. And, okay. And Martin Lawrence is certainly not one of the top comedians, actors, or anything of that nature in anything in entertainment. Okay. Some would say, some would say, not me. Okay. That Martin is washed. Okay, and some wouldn't say that Hank. Williams Jr. is nobody would say Hank Williams. Anybody that know anything about it wouldn't be public. Anybody no because I don't think people care. Anybody that have that has information on Hank Williams would say that Hank Williams is um I he's not he's far from washed. Okay, so what's the re so my point is what's the what's the point right because we we dragging my point is is that ESPN I don't believe ESPN is doing this for ratings that that that's that's one um I I believe that well you know what it just dawned on me <laughs> it just dawned on me what other I mean like we we just we it just, just talk, dawned on me we, I, I, yes you're right because they're doing it for, they're doing it for but it's not because of Hank Williams it's because of the familiarity of the song yes um but you ain't say none of that so don't don't okay. take credit but, okay um but but that is but that, that worth is, is there is the rating boost that you think you're going to get, which ain't going to be by much because of yeah, the I said it earlier. Yeah. It's not going to be by much. Is that worth? Well, if you ain't get no backlash, yeah, it is worth it. Fuck it. That's that. that we and, just, we, and and that's my that's my thing. What what other reason would it be to bring him back? Because right. I think you and I agree. Right, somebody well, should be giving him some backlash. All right. Well, yeah, we need. Yeah, we. So yeah, you all know. Right, well, but. I, I'm not. not a tweet right now. I'm not ecstatic about him coming back. I'm just not. Um, just in, in other NFL news, um, former Ravens running back Ray Rice was hired by his former high school, New Rochelle High School, up in New York, uh, Westchester County. Uh, he's going to be coaching um, the football team, not head coaching. He'll be taking a position on the coaching staff. So, congrats to Ray Rice on continuing to, you know, live the productive life that he's, you know, been able to do in the eyes of many since the elevator incident. Um, The Seahawks decide that they don't want to sign Kaepernick. They took a look at him. 
uh, last week and thought maybe there might be something there. They decided to pass on him and sign Austin Davis, who I think is a garbage quarterback, um, who, who I think is not better than Colin Kaepernick. But they did what they um, they cited. Their reasoning was they didn't feel like they wanted to cause any con- quarterback controversy, meaning that if Russell Wilson had a bad game, ooh, mm-hmm. let's put Colin Kaepernick in. That was that was their reasoning. Oh, okay. Well. I, I thought that would have been the. I thought that was the best fit, to be quite honest with you. Well, that, just based just based on the culture, just based on who's on that team, and but you, know, you the, understand, and and it, and it, and it kind of falls in with the point that we were talking about last week. You understand that makes perfect sense, and it and it further drives to my theory yep. that they don't want that. Colin Kaepernick, because he here's the thing: the what's left of the Legion of Boom. Mm-hmm. I can see a situation where they're starting to get behind Colin Kaepernick because Colin Kaepernick is the righteous brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and this, that, and the third. And I can see. Well, it. haven't they done that already? Just not no, no, with no, him I'm on the team? No, but see, you, you do understand it's going to be a different dynamic if he actually is Yeah, if he's on the team, team yeah, I, I get and that. He, and, and Russell Wilson is not moving the offense in a way that they like or he's not doing something in a way that right. the defense likes or, right. the, you know, the the – the core of the Seahawks like. Um, so Russell Wilson it, was like, could, yo, don't sign could, this nigga. Possibly. <laughs> possibly. Russell Wilson was possibly. like, yo, I'm not, yo, I beat this nigga in a NFC championship game. Like, well, no, I, don't, don't, I don't put want, this no, nigga on my I don't, team. I don't want to lose my job because he's, because he's more down with the brothers than I am. It's bad enough. It's bad Russell enough. Wilson niggas Wilson on the is. defense think I'm some garbage. Like, nah, nah, don't, Nah, don't don't put that nigga on the team. Nah, it's unfortunate for Kaepernick though. I I, I still wish somebody would give him a shot, because um, there's definitely a lot of quarterbacks that he could be taking places of. Um, more NFL news: uh, Elvis Dumerville signs with the Forty ers um, so they're trying to beef up their defensive side of the football there. And uh, I guess this happened earlier today. Um, Eric Decker is expected to be released or traded by the Jets, right, Maestro? Yeah, um, he's gone. Um, they're going to try to trade him. They don't, if they don't get him traded by the end of the week, he's gone. Right, yeah, I I, I, I said that maybe months ago that yeah. I thought Eric Decker was going to be out the door at some point. Yeah, and, you know, and truth be told, I mean, what else do they have left? They, they're really, at this point. They're rebuilding. Yeah. They're really rebuilding yeah. at this point. Yeah, so and get rid of everybody. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. Really <laughs> for real, really for real. Uh, in Nashville, where the uh, Stanley Cup Finals is taking place, uh, that series tied 2-2 versus the Predators and the Penguins, uh, there was a Rex and Rob Ryan sighting at a sports bar. In Nashville. In Nashville. And I guess they were somewhere trying to take in the, the, the Stanley Cup. The festivities and all yeah. that stuff. And uh, your, your boy was wearing the Bryce Harper jersey. I did see that. And all that. And uh, I don't know what Rob was wearing. But it, it, it's so hard to not notice two fat guys, you know, with their hair. I mean, especially with stupid. Rob Ryan. They look stupid. And yeah. They look stupid. They sh- I mean, and, and it's crazy because I really do believe that Rex Ryan is a good defensive coach. I even believe that Rob Ryan can be can get back to being a good defensive coach because mm-hmm. he hasn't been in the past, you know, maybe five years. Right. Um, But y'all look stupid. And, and, and because y'all got the audacity to be looking stupid, y'all, y'all can miss me with being in the NFL. 
Y'all can really miss me with Yeah, I think Rex Ryan's going to do some commentary. Rex can, can miss me with having a coaching job in NFL anywhere anymore. Um, They're probably going to commentate. Well, yeah. Rex is. Do a podcast. I don't know. Do yeah, there you go. The, the brothers. Re- the, yeah, the, the Ryan podcast. Brothers podcast. There you go. I don't want to see, I, I don't wanna see a, somebody looking for a coaching job and then get and then be at a fucking sports bar fighting. Crazy. You, you look stupid. You look fat and stupid. Right, right. And and one last uh, piece of news here before we go to the break. Uh, the Ohio State men's basketball team fires Thad Mata after, I don't know, a decade being the coach. I don't know exactly how long, but they, they've kind of been away from the spotlight as far as basketball is concerned over the last yeah. couple years. Yeah. Um, you know, you've known them to, been, to be in the tournament almost every year, but I think the last – Two three years, they just haven't been that great. They've been ranked like the eighth, ninth seeds in these tournaments and all that. So, um, you know, so Ohio State moves on to do whatever they got to do to get back on the map. Two four zero five three two two seven one eight is the number to dial the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. We're going to be talking NBA Finals um, in, a, in about the next thirty minutes or so. Um, when we come back. My Ravens have made some news over the past week, and it's some some of it bad, or I should say most of it bad. Some of it could be a bright light. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back. Yo, this is your boy, KC, from the Kicking It With KC Show. When I want to jam, I'm jamming with Queen Josie and DJ New New as they're kicking those vibes. Yo, what's good, y'all? This is Trey Frazier from the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. I want to send a special shout out to all my peoples out there that's trying to catch that yellow cab in the middle of the night and they won't stop for you or tell you no, I'm not taking you there because you live in the hood and they're scared to get robbed. Well, I got good news for y'all. We've partnered up with Lyft. Why? Because we want to see to it that our fans get to their destination safely without being stranded. Plus, Lyft has a community of dope drivers willing to develop passenger and driver relationships. For those of you who've never used Lyft before, please download the app and then use our promo code BARBERSHOP17 for your first Lyft ride. That's BARBERSHOP17. So whether you want to go to the ballpark, to the club, to your grandmother's house, or to the strip club, Lyft is the way to go. Lyft, a ride whenever you need one. Everybody. My rap lyrically deep like sleep I rock hard like Led Zepp I take steps and leave impressions on planets More complicated than life so rappers cannot, cannot understand, understand it. it Talking that hardcore shit but I don't buy it Sit I need your slice of pizza and be quiet yeah. Cause all that noise you talk is not needed I cut heads off at the knees and leave them all defeated Woo. So stay seated or get deleted from the program Let it be known I don't follow cause I'm my own That's man right. With my own plan cause the mind is infinite We got four minutes so yeah. everybody get with it Push babies Bush, baby. Yeah, I know we rock the road. Yeah, we rock the road. Six for the whole world. For the whole world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Cause all my people are broke. 
lighter. The black bush dollar cab rider. Yeah. Oh, with more dangerous minds than Michelle Pfeiffer. Lay the piper. I lay the pipe just like a plumber. Went without a ride for one too many summers now. I'm out to get the cream like carnation. Send heads home like George Bush did the Haitians. No patience. I got to have it. The fire fabric. I learned the facts of life for Mrs. Garrett. But now I'ma do it my way like Carlito. Others in sweatpants or even tuxedos. We know if this rap thing don't make loot, I'll take it back to 86. Stick niggas for their troops worth me. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier yeah. here in the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You want to call the show up, the number is 240-532-2718. Whatever you want to talk about, what's on your mind. Um, the Chiefs made some news, and uh, we'll you know we'll get into the Ravens a bit. Uh, the Chiefs, surprisingly on Friday, cut wide receiver Jeremy Macklin off the squad. And um, now he's a free agent. And it, it's from from the look of your face, Maestro. You is look it surprising? like surprising, huh? Is it surprising? I think it's well. I'm, I, 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 I guess with the teams and the players that's on there, I guess it's always. I mean, Tyreek Hill is obvious. Tyreek Hill is obviously where is the is the way they want to go as far as being a number one, and they brought in Jeremy Macklin for the purposes of being a number one receiver, and he has not become that. Whether it be Alex Smith's fault or not, right? Um. The point is, is that Alex Smith is going to be their quarterback, and he at least for, for whatever, next year. And for whatever reason, they haven't figured it out. And Jeremy Macklin is not playing like a number one receiver. I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm not saying it's Alex Smith's fault. Mm-hmm. I'm saying results are he's not a number one receiver. Travis Kelsey was their best receiver, and he's a tight end. And then after that is Tyreek Hill. Right. Tyreek Hill is um is better suited for that offense. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to pay somebody mm-hmm. number one wide receiver money based on you know who's producing what, Tyreek Hill is a better option, and you're probably going to get him for uh, and you know so 
cut size while you're paying him cheap right now. Right. So cut size and because you would have paid him what ten million dollars, which I don't know what the Chiefs cap Who, situation uh, Tyreek is. Hill? If he was no, the, um, Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin, I think it was ten million. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know what the Chiefs cap situation is, but it seems to me like they felt like part of it is financial, and then part of it is in the direction where they want to move the offense, and plus. They drafted Mahomes, so I'm thinking at some point next year, if if it's not in the middle of the season or toward the end, or if the Chiefs end up, you know, with a bad record by midseason, you're going to see that new kid in their start for the Chiefs, and they're just kind of moving into the future of yeah. the I'm team, Jeremy whatever. Mac- and Jeremy Macklin will get get a job somewhere, but yep. I think, I mean, obviously his his stock is down. Yep. Um, I I think he's been uh put in his position he's a number two receiver and that's i, I think that's where he'll be picked you know he'll be marketed universal as. universally and marketed, marketed as a he's number a number two, two receiver, receiver. number two receiver no more. question about it yeah. which leads me to this and we and we get into the ravens talk here my beloved ravens should the ravens pursue jeremy macklin sure um Sure. Yeah. Why not? Y'all need as much help as y'all can get a wide receiver. Point blank and period. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Um. No. No brainer here. Yeah. Um. Ozzie Newsom. I don't know what the hell. Why you haven't he, um, done this no, yet? They worked out. They they supposed to be working out this week. Oh, they are. Yeah. Did you see something yeah, like the Ravens with the Ravens and the Patriots? Jeremy Macklin. Yeah. I read really. That. I definitely read that. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, they, they, he's working out with the. Uh, he's supposed to meet with the Ravens and the Patriots. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, he got cut Friday. Yeah, so, but yeah, it's already, it's it's in the air. You know, yeah. but but I've I've been the one all weekend, like Ozzy, like do something here. Um, you know, I know there's two million dollars of cap space, and I know it's not enough to bring him in and sign him to a deal. But let's face it, you lost Steve Smith, you lost Kamar Aiken, you didn't do nothing in the draft at that position. And you definitely need some help at the position. So, if Who is he got wide receiver core as, as you know, Rashad Perriman, mm-hmm. Mike Wallace, Chris Moore, and Campanero. Yeah, yeah. I I need I need somebody like a Jeremy Macklin on this team. And and look, if they do come to their senses and find a way to make it work as far as the numbers concerned, mm-hmm. he could be the Ravens and. I say keyword Ravens. Yeah. He could be the mm-hmm. number one yeah. receiver for the Ravens. I think it's a perfect fit because what Brashad and Mike Wallace do, they're burners. They fly down the field. And so that le- that means we need somebody that's going to move the chains, be that possession guy, mm-hmm. and we don't have that guy at the moment. Yeah. Jeremy Macklin would do wonders guy. for that spot. Yeah. So and um, I, Not the Patriots. It was the Bills. The bit. Oh right, yeah, right. Because I, I I heard somebody say if they if the Bills got him, would they trade Sammy Watkins? Which I think would be stupid, real real stupid on yeah, the Bills part. Especially on a on a. I think he's still on a rookie contract. It's, yeah, especially if you. I mean that that just means they're just disrespecting yeah. Tyrod Taylor. Jeff Fox, what up? What's up, Jeff Fox? Appreciate you in the chat room, man. Um, so um, I'm yeah. look I'm looking at I'm looking at that as. I'll, I'll, I'll be ha- I'll be a happy fan if they sign him. Now, how do they do it? In my opinion, this is what you do. Because what happened in OTAs? Um, Tavon Young, second round guy, he tears his ACL. 
Um, so he's not going to play for this coming season. And also, Dennis Pitta re-injures that hip that, you know, he's injured, I think, for the third or fourth time in his career. And people think that this could be the end for Dennis Pitta. In my opinion, I think it's the end. I think it's the end because yeah. you can't keep putting the guy out there that's going to keep catching balls in traffic like that, um, re-injuring himself and not having to think about, you know, what's going to happen life after football. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His, I mean, I hate to be the pessimistic guy. I think that's in his career. Oh, look, you ain't yeah. offending me. Uh, well, I, well <laughs> I don't give a fuck about offending you. I'm just saying. <laughs> And pessi- yeah, I don't want to be pessimistic because that's a dude trying to feed his family. Yeah, yeah. That's all I care about. I don't give a fuck about you being offended. But, um, nah, yeah, I think that's in his career, man. Too many injuries, man. And, and, and you know, when this is the – I feel like this is the second time we've mentioned career-ending surgery with, with Pitta. Um, right, I, I don't right. Think, I don't think you, you can keep swinging that – those that verbiage around loosely like that without it having some credence. I think this is the end of his career. Oh, so Jeremy Macklin visited Buffalo today, and, and he's going to visit the Ravens tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, that's a bet. That's a bet. But getting back to how I think they could make some cap space, you cut Dennis Pitta, and 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 I hate to sound harsh about it, and I hate for it to appear harshly that it's way. All business, but it's business. It's it's the NFL. This is what teams do. If they need to make their team better and you just sitting on the side and, you know, chances are you and I talked about it. I don't think he's ever playing football again. I think you cut, you cut ties, you free up that cap space. And look, you're, I don't think Macklin on the market right now is $10 million. I think he's like, I think you could pay him $6 million. You, you you think that's a you think that's a bad number or you think that's a, right about it? For... One year. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I, I actually, I, actually, and obviously, see, you can see. Here's the thing: the top receivers are going at like what fifteen. Number one, top res- number one, true number ones universally are yeah, going like about 15, 15 and, 16. And really, really the best. Antonio getting seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, yeah. yeah, number ones that are on their second you contract. Might be, you might be, they might be underpaying him for six million. Might be underpaying him. Yeah, well, his market dropped because the Chiefs cut him. Yeah, I get no. His market dropped because of what he did with the Chiefs, not necessarily because they cut him. Um, but, well, well, but that's yeah. my point. That's, well, he could have. My point is, he is that he had decent stats and just not fit the mode of the Chiefs. I'm just what I'm well, saying. My, well, my point is, yeah. nobody's paying him ten million dollars. For him I on the market right now, disagree. Somebody could pay him ten million dollars. It's gonna be somebody stupid. It it's gonna be, but it's gonna be. Why you bullshit? It might be the Ravens. Wait, I don't think. I don't think I mean, Pitta's getting. I don't. I don't think we can Macklin. cut enough to get to that. Okay, well, Macklin might not go. You know. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. The market. I. I, th- I think the market could suggest ten ten million dollars, and um, I don't and, know. And he would be. And he would be smart. Even if he necessarily ain't, you know, if he if he is or isn't worth ten million dollars, right? Um, he could say, "Well, I don't give a fuck if I ain't worth it." And that the market says I can get ten million. It's like the Kirk Cousins theory. Kirk Cousins ain't worth twenty four million dollars right now. He's not worth it, but Kirk Cousins but, never got cut either. Well, it don't that's matter. A, that it does matter hey, when no, you when when you for the market for second string. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, number two receivers is higher than six million dollars. Sure, people but get when you all, get people get overpaid all the time. Sure, but when you get cut, when you get cut in the middle of an OTA, 
and you're expected to get $10 million and you get cut and you're on the market, He's gonna you, can get, you can get paid less. Book it. He's getting paid $10 million wherever uh, he goes. I, I doubt it. I, I, I doubt He's it. Getting, uh, if the market suggests if that the number two. If the Cleveland Browns pay him $10 million. <laughs> if the market suggests. That a number two receiver gets paid ten million, he's gonna get paid ten million. I uh, I doubt it. I think I the, I think the least would be nine point five. The least. I I think what's gonna it's gonna be a few factors. It's gonna be can he help a team over the over the top? Meaning whether it be get him to the playoffs, get him to a title game, whatever. If he feels like that's a particular team, then. The agent, the team, they're gonna they're gonna negotiate some things, and if it turns out that it's six, seven million dollars, at some point, Macklin's probably gonna have to say, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to a better team, even though um, I would I would say the Chiefs are a better team than my team at the moment, just just on paper right now, um, but still, with his dynamic and his skill set. It could take the Ravens' offense to, you know, probably the next level. It, it, it I mean, his skill set is definitely what we need. So, I, I, I would say I don't think he's getting. I mean, $10 million. and I haven't watched many Chiefs games. Um, Let me say this: I don't think he. I don't think he was like the culprit that their offense stalled at times. I don't think he I was the. Know. I don't think he was the culprit. I uh. just think. Part of it is Alex Smith. Part of it is is Jamal Charles is injury prone. And 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 think about this: they, the Chiefs have lost arguably their top two offensive weapons. You could arguably say that because we know Tyreek Hill is a pretty fast guy. He can you know run back, kick returns, punt returns, and all that stuff. But we've mostly seen him do that, and not so much in their offense. So that's why I kind of um, say Well, I disagree with that. That's but, w- but that's why I kind of say His receiving numbers are were pretty good this year. So I mean Yeah, but they don't use them enough. Well, they don't that, use that, any that, receivers that, enough. That, that's but, that's my point. Okay. They they don't use them. No, I when I mean they don't use them enough. I'm saying he ain't on the field. Like you could be on the field and not do anything. Tyreek Hill to me doesn't get on the field you enough. You wouldn't say he gets more than you wouldn't say he get 10 he got 10 touches a game. In offense, not counting punt in, oh, returns. No, yeah, no, I'm talking about strictly offense. I'm, I'm. Well, that's I'm, not offense. That's special teams. That's That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. Not counting special teams. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not counting special teams. I'm pretty confident he got ten touches. I I don't know the numbers. I mean, I, I mean, I'm. But I'm, watching watching some of the games that I saw, I watched him break open at least three games. Sure, on but offense. But I but I've I've watched him do it mostly on special teams. So. Any, I mean, anybody in the chat room, if you feel like he's not on the field enough, you know, say so. But the games that I've watched, and I've watched him on special teams quite a bit, I don't feel like he's in their offensive game plan enough. I think he needs to be, he needs to be on the field every down. That that's just that's just my opinion with his skill set. He needs to be on the field every down, and I don't think he was on the field every them, down last do- year. No, they, he wasn't on the. Yeah, but he wasn't. That that's a fact. He wasn't. Yeah, that's uh, my point. That, that that I don't know. That's my point. I don't know. I don't know that he's a. Um, and Andy Reid put out a, a comment saying that he obviously is in competition for the number one spot. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily, but 
in my opinion, I don't know that he's a number one receiver in the traditional sense. Yep. And that's why they used him as a gadget kind of gadget guy right. um, last year. And I think in order for him to be a number one, I think he has this, the the talent, meaning speed. And um, well, I don't know because I don't know what he's like over the middle. I don't know what he's like blocking. That's I true. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, and, and and that and that leads to what I'm been saying I'm about saying him is, not getting enough I'm saying, time on the I field. I don't know what I, I think. I think he he last year he got the right amount of time on the field. I just think that it wasn't enough for them to take uh, for 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 the Chiefs to go where they wanted to go. Where's he it? was he was not on the field enough. I mean, how did you you, you watched the play? You watched the playoff I watched, game. Yeah, I watched. I watched. Did, did you feel like Tyreek Hill was on that field yeah, I enough? Watched, I watched us. I watched you. Uh, the Steelers game sure, plan. Sure, sure, sure. I get that. I'm not talking about was, game planning against him. No, 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 I'm no, no, talking no, no. about I, I was getting kidding. snaps on the field. Okay, no, no, <laughs> I'm no, no. talking about. I'm saying. I'm, I'm telling you, giving I'm him enough opportunities. You. Okay, you're gonna make me pull up stats. I'm telling you. That the yes he was if you're talking about the only thing only game that I watched super closely was this Pittsburgh game the playoff game yep. yes he was on the field enough I don't know about that uh, well I don't know but you can't but I know for a fact I I'm not saying the Steelers didn't game plan no, to no, take no, him out I'm telling you that what I'm telling you is is that he was definitely on the we was putting three people over almost yeah I'm not was, disagreeing with that uh, but you're not letting me finish my point so. Finish your point. I'm saying that majority of our defensive sets, we had three people over to where Tyreek Hill was. Majority of our defensive sets, meaning majority of the game, when they're on offense. I'm saying he was on the field. We were just bottling him up in that game. We were. It was. We were intentionally. We was letting Spencer Ware and whoever the fuck their running back was and Travis Kelsey get what they wanted because we were so concerned with Tyreek Hill. He was on the field. Yeah. It's all I'm saying. He was on the field. To answer your question. Yes. He okay. was on the field. Okay. And take it from the person who watched that game closely. Sure. I, I watched the game too and I don't know if it was because of the fact the game was boring, the the score was low and it, it, it just it just had the feeling. It just had a feeling that he didn't get enough opportunities to be out there on the field to make a big difference. I mean, the game was so close that you just thought they need to, I mean, they need to find a way to get this guy the ball in in a close game like this. And, yeah, he was, he you was, know, they, he was they definitely on the field and, in that playoff and they weren't able to do so. So, um, but so you, so you don't think that Charles and Macklin were the top two offensive weapons for the Chiefs that they, I mean, Last that they've year? lost. I'm saying that they've lost. Yeah, I mean, they were the top. I mean, they were the, uh, they were number two and number three. Cause, no, cause, I'm, no, I'm sorry, no. And I'm only talking about last year. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, number one weapon. Travis Kelsey, number two weapon. Um, Based on, I mean, based on paper, then you go, then you go Jamal Charles. Mm-hmm. You telling me that Jamal Charles means more to that, that offense than, than Travis Kelsey? That Jamal Charles means more to that offense than Travis Kelsey at this point, 2016? 2016. 2016. To th- the start or at the end? The season. Oh, the, well, the season, no, because Charles got injured, right? He got, he he got, got injured. injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so no. Tra- but I'm, I'm, I'm just going off of, I'm going off a resume going on paper. for, for Charles. Paper. Okay. For Charles, I'm on going paper, off a resume. On paper, Jamal Charles was the best person on that team. Yeah. Period. Yep. Nope. No question about it. 
No question about it. But, I mean, that's kind of hard to say because the past three, four, maybe five years, he hasn't really been on the, on the field. Injury prone. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. So, I mean, with while on paper he was, if you're talking about, you know, those years, Travis, it's probably between Travis Kelsey and Alex Smith. And I would, I would get another Travis Kelsey. Well, yeah, Travis Kelsey to me was once Charles went down, Kelsey was the one, number one option. The two, uh, uh, it's arguable between Macklin and Hill who the number uh, two was. Come on now, it's ar- it's arguable because Macklin was on the field more on offense than Hill impact? was. Who made more impact on offense, Tyreek Hill or Jim- Jeremy Macklin? Just talking on, about last year on off on, on offense? offense. Who made more of an impact? Who made more? Well, yeah, there's a difference between making more impact and productivity and the okay, amount of times more, you get on the okay, field. Okay, so who's more productive, Jeremy Macklin or Tyreek Hill? We know who's on the field more. Jeremy Macklin was. Jeremy Macklin was on the field who's more. more. Productive? Um, well, Tyreek Hill is the game breaker. That's not a. That's not a. That's not a debate. Okay, so. I, okay. But but so mo- we agree that Tyreek Hill, statistically, Tyreek Hill was the number one receiver. Last year. Last year. No. No, hell no. Okay, so <laughs> no. All right, let's let's. let's you yeah, put them stats up, man. Check them numbers, man. No, he he was a he changed the game on special teams for the for the most part. I think you are definitely sleeping on what he did offensively. He Not changed he changed the game on special teams. And look at the games the Chiefs won. Look at the Carolina game they won. That they were supposed to lose, and you know they had some fluky defensive play. The Chiefs won. The Chiefs won some games they weren't supposed to win. So defense bailed them out. Jeremy Macklin's 2016 regular season stats: Let's 40, hear it. 44 catches, 536 yards with a 12.2 average, and two touchdowns. How many games did he play? He played 12. Okay, so, okay, so that's 75 percent of the season. All right. How many so games did Tyreek play? 16 games. Okay. All right. 61 catches. Got the edge. 593 yards. Six touchdowns. Now, you said 16 catches. 61 catches. Oh, 61 catches. 61 catches. Okay. Compared to how many catches from Macklin? Jeremy Macklin. Okay. Okay. So. In a non-throwing offense, obviously. I sure. Mean, not, you know. Yeah. I, I don't give a damn about that. Yeah. But. Um, Tyreek Hill was, was the number one. But. You ain't gotta like By it. default, no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I don't care if I like it or not. I'm just saying. I, I I think that I think Macklin was the guy. I think because of his injury, Tyreek Hill had to be even a bigger factor nah. in that. And then Kelsey, what was Kelsey's numbers? Kelsey, he had to have more than forty catches. Yeah, but that, but that just that, but that that more so for me is saying. Kelsey, I mean, really, you could say Kelsey was the number one receiver. Well, yeah. Well, if you want to get cute, I mean. Yeah, but we're talking about wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, if you want to be cute, but he don't play wide receiver. Yeah, so sure. obviously, uh, but Kelsey has obviously had the better stats. 85 catches, 1,100 yards, four touchdowns. Right. Uh, the homie Chief Rocker popped back up in here. He said the Barry interception returned was BS. Um, what's he talking about? The, the Atlanta game? I think he's talking about the Atlanta game. I don't know. I think I, I think that's the game he's talking about, but um, yeah, we had obviously covered that for. No, that's cool. I'm I, I'm about to. Where we? 
I'm about to go on a break, but um, yeah, just I mean, one other mention about the Ravens is that they signed Brandon Boykin. I guess that's to uh, compensate for the Tavon Young yeah. injury, yeah, and then they cut Kyle Arrington, which good riddance on that. Something. What happened with Kyle Arrington? Uh, did something happen with Kyle Arrington? Uh, I don't just, think nothing happened. I just think I it was just like, a okay, decision. Right, well, yeah, okay. I mean, I might search that in the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like it was something I, I read, but. I ain't write it down, so. 240-532-2718 is the number to dial the show. Uh, we're going to come back and talk basketball, NBA Finals, and uh, a little bit of Derek Fisher's incident. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back, people. Straight from the A. Kick it with your boy, Kesey, at www.kesey.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at KYSII.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright. The ladies call me the big smooth one, but you know me as the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota, and I want to thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. Whether it's on SME, Spreaker.com, or XSquadAffiliates.com, I want to thank you for supporting the show. we got a lot of good stuff coming up, more great interviews. Keep it tuned. Sports Done Right. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, niggas premature, wet dreams. Yeah. I'm all for the money, more cream. Four head of steam like a chronic cloud. I bang for the West, say it loud. Wild low straight out the hub. Niggas calling me eight cause the 38 stub. Couple shots now, they off and running. Maybe a couple more till the cops start coming. Funny how they floss, broke ass, blokes yeah. in the hall, no pass, yeah. stomp yeah. on a couple, old news, catch them for they running out they damn shoes, I'm trying to stay paid, me and my bitch loke sipping on top grade, shots of the liquor, money is the plan so I double up quicker, thicker than water, if the shit get thick then roll your dice smarter. And that's the life sometimes Follow along and read between the lines Can I get a cheer One time yeah. Couple niggas bite cheer But it's still mine, mine. Real shit there But I'm back Funny niggas repping So they up under attack Cheer Compton Zoo You know how we get out Blue step, get em Compton Zoo We should examine carefully I reminisce back when They died to get in How he died for the cars Ride straight to the pen what up, niggas take that ride Every day in the struggle, nowhere to hide Drive by music, low, you ain't lie Try to stay straight, you know I try, I try. Lied to the one times Got heat in the trunk, but it ain't mine Work in the stashing Couple of clients, so I might keep smashing No thinking, what am I to do? Hide the evidence and don't give them a clue Lifestyles of a nigga in a struggle Regulate the spot with the neighborhood muscle No warning, take over your spot The homeboy's plot for whatever you got Cheer, you the one, yo Rex I split them with the homies like kickbacks Kickback, 
It's real OGs in the place, motherfucker, so the gag gon' squeeze. Chill, chill. Compton, Zoo, you know how we get out. Blue snap, get him. Compton, Zoo, we should examine carefully, carefully. Yeah. Blue staff, blue staff, blue staff. Yeah, round. You beating it down Yeah. MC8 for y'all. And the homie DJ Premier on the beat. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Welcome back, people. It's Trey Frazier and Maestro Styles. Back here in the house. Um, I did research that thing about Kyle Arrington. He got cut because he failed a physical. Okay. Right. So, you know, yeah. that that's that. Uh, Chief Rocker said uh, Eric Berry took one back against the Panthers. I was just referencing that game in the last segment there. Um, that was the game where Marcus Peters kicked the ball into the stands, and I think the ref had kind of flagged him. So, um, so you know, it is what it is. Um, basketball, uh, before we get to the finals, um, got to talk about Derek Fisher's, uh, accident with the SUV mm-hmm. flipped over on the side of the road, uh, had the girl Gloria Govan in the joint with him. And, uh, last I heard he was being investigated for a DUI. DUI yep. So it, it just seems like, and I, I just got one take on this. It seemed like the more. We hear about Derek Fisher nowadays, post basketball career, you know, below decent coaching mm-hmm. career. It, it, it seems like the more I hear these stories with him, it just seems like it feels like his life is just kind of spiraling out of out of control here. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm not trying to you know cast aspersions on his lifestyle or anything like that, but I feel like that's kind of a stretch. Um. Yeah, I I think it's a stretch, but okay. that's the, that's just the first thing I think sure. about. Okay, it, you know when it when it first happened, I'm like, dang, like it just seemed like this dude's in the news for like not like non basketball stuff. It, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's got it's always got something to do with whether it's the beef with Matt Barnes, whether it's him and Gloria Govan, or or, or something. It just seems like it's just life away from the basketball court. It definitely feels like in order for him to get an opportunity to get back into this coaching thing, meaning, uh, you know, the circle, which means he needs to go back and be a, a, a assistant and, you know, build his way up to being a coach like most players do. That's what he needs to do. Yep. But it seems for in order for him to get to that space, he need, he just need to take a seat somewhere. You just need to have a seat somewhere and just and just not be in the news. Right. Um, but with that said, um, you know, I definitely wanted to say, I mean, it seems like everybody is in good health. Yep. Every, you know, more so importantly, yep. that that's important. And I, I definitely wanted to highlight that, you know, it seems like for as far as I know, everybody's in good health. Nobody was hurt, you know, too tough from what I understand. Him. But um, yeah, he need to he need to sit down, man. I mean, it's very clear that he got he got the girl. You know what I'm saying? Yep. She always seemed he got the girl. Yep. Go sit down somewhere and work on and, and unless this is what he wanna do. Unless he wanna I mean if he if he wants to coach, he need to sit his ass down somewhere and not be in the news nowhere. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? But uh, an unfortunate circumstance if he got into an accident, um, if he was drinking and driving, uh you are you know, I you know, I, I kinda get tired of talking about you know, people with money that just decide they're going to drink and drive. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, 
because it's not even the fact that they're drinking and driving. It's the fact that they're drinking and driving and getting into shit. I, you know, and it's not like Derek Fisher is like away from television. I see him on NBA TV throughout the playoffs doing commentary. Okay, you know what I'm so saying? Maybe so that's what he's trying to do. Maybe, yeah, maybe, I don't, I, yeah. I was under the impression, and, and, and forgive me for assuming, but I, I was under the impression that you get, uh, you know, the unfair shake that he got in um, in New York, and part of it is his fault. Absolutely, I know. Jersey Vern can't wait to be like he, you know, and here you go already. He can't coach. Um, he he can't. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> all right. Well, that, that that but that that's been proven. Yes, I, is Phil Phil Jackson a nut? Yes, Phil yeah, Jackson's a and nut, that, and that's what I'm saying. No question about he had, it. He would. Well, what I'm saying is that he needs to sit down if he wants to coach. He needs mm-hmm. to sit down. He needs to be an assistant for some years, improve his worth. You can't throw a dude right off the uh, – Jason Kidd is an anomaly. You can't throw a motherfucker from the court playing and then just – Coming off a playoff him, series. And throw him into a head coaching position. Yeah. that's You can't do that. I, that's what I'm saying. He didn't get a fair if shake. You, if you do it, it's risky. It's highly risky. You can't, you can't do it and expect to be successful. Mm-hmm. You can't do it and expect to be successful yep. – and, and and like you said, he went what was seventeen. Went seventeen and sixty five yeah. the first year, and then after they drafted Pozingas and got yeah. Lopez out of free agency, the team played better, but they fell off. The point, the and point, I'm like, he can't coach. The point is, the point is, is that of course you're going to be bad your first year mm-hmm. coming off the coming off a playoff series and coming into a coaching situation. Yep, he needs to sit his ass down, be somebody's assistant, learn how to coach the game. And, and you know what I'm saying, and and, and do it that way. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to do that, and if you're trying to commentate, cool, do that. Sit your ass down, though, man. Be uh, be safe out here, man. Yep, yep. Uh, Chief Rocker said messing with teams, women. No, no doubt. Uh, Miss Mocha says them Govan sisters getting to be like the Kardashian women. I didn't know uh, Gloria had sisters. Yeah, Laura. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Gilbert, that's Gilbert Arenas. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, Gilbert Arenas is oh, uh, like oh girl or ex-girl or something like that. Um, what Gilbert Arenas doing these days? Oh, shit. Internet trolling. Shit if I know. Yeah, oh. but, yeah. Uh, Mocha says Derek Fisher, he learned from Tiger Woods last week. Um, and Chief Rock, of course, talked about the lack of coaching and, you know. But yeah, he, if he want to coach, he need to be an assistant. He need to follow. He needs to follow the process that it takes that most player coaches take. They sit down, they be an assistant, and you know they learn how to coach the game. Then they put their you know their you know player relatability with that. Yep. And then they you know what I'm saying. Yep. Yep. He need to fo- he need to follow the process. He Jason Kidd was the anomaly. You right. gotta follow the process. NBA Finals. Uh, we've had Game One and Game Two. Surpass us already. Warriors are up to nothing. So here's the things that I take out of Game One and um, and particularly Game Two. So look, we know we know LeBron James is going to be LeBron James. We know Kyrie is going to do his thing. Kevin Love even to some eyes kind of surprised just a little bit with the numbers he put up in the first two games. Um, it's all about the supporting cast for the Cavaliers. And one thing I noticed right off the bat in game one, Tristan Thompson was getting his lunch taken by Zaza in game one. Um, Four rebounds, no points. Um, You can't do that. And, you know, for a guy that dominates the offensive glass as good as he does, um, you, you, you can't let Zaza 
Pachulia punk you in the paint. I'm 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 sorry. You you just can't let that happen. Second thing that I'm noticing, that boy KD man, K KD is he's he's hungry. Yeah <laughs> your, your, your man's is hungry, Maestro, and you know sixty something points the first two games, um, nearly a triple double in game two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is his moment, man. Um, he, he's, he's really finding, he's really finding his groove. I mean, he's found his groove, you know, long before the finals, but I mean, he's really saying, I'm your MVP of this finals. I'm the best player in this series. Give me the rock. I'm going to do things that, you know, that I normally do. I'm going to just do more extraordinary things. And then the other things, obviously, Steph Curry with a triple-double on Game 2. LeBron had his own triple-double as well. Just wasn't enough to, you know, put the Cavs over the top. Man, this series is over, man. And I, I, I know I said, I, I know I said in six, the Warriors will win this series in six. And, and I get that you got to see what happens in Cleveland, especially with role players because they play better when they're in their own house and all that stuff, JR's got to show up. Um, Darren Williams, um, there's an APB out for that dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the dude scored no points in the first couple of games. And and, and Tristan Thompson, you know, I, I talked about him earlier. Like, dude, you, you, you got to make some impact on the glass, man. That That's what you do. That's your specialty. You, 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 can't, um, you can't let Zaza, you know, punk you up in the paint. Um, okay, so my points, um, one, relax, (laughs) um, about what, that the series is over? The series is over. Now, again, I got the Warriors in seven, I got the Warriors in seven, um, they're, they're, um, they did what they're supposed to do at home. Sure. They did what they're supposed to do at home. Um, when... When if game three, if the Warriors win game three, or the Cavaliers don't look don't have an impressive win game three, mm-hmm. then I could see the 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 reason for concern at this point. Or maybe the league wants to extend the series, so maybe the refs will muck uh, it up well, a bit. Here's, here's what I see. Here's what I, or here's, um, I love the conspiracy that, theories, that man. KD. Um, and when we talked about it last week, he, KD needed to look like the MVP of this series in order for him to be, um, you know, kind of cemented as that dude that's behind um, behind LeBron. Mm-hmm. And um, let's be clear, the person that's behind Durant is on his team in Steph Curry. Yep. So, um, so that there's that. Um, I hate. Uh, I want to give credit to Kevin Love. Twenty-one rebounds in the first game. Yep. Not a great rebounding game. Um. Yes. Uh. The next. The game next two. Game, I, actually, it wasn't a bad rebounding game. It just wasn't twenty-one rebounds. But then, mm-hmm. but then he matched. Yeah, I, he I matched think, that with points. Yeah, I think Kevin Love is. I don't think Kevin Love deserves any criticism up to this no, point no. in the finals. Well, if I had to be if I had to be critical of somebody, particularly in game two, 
it would be Kyrie Irving. No, no doubt. Um, no doubt. Kyrie Irving. Um, I don't think he scored twenty game two. Um, but uh, and I hate I hate that I had to do this because LeBron is so great and 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 here's where I gotta criticize LeBron. Um, the major difference for me, he's gonna get his numbers. Uh, LeBron, he's gonna get his numbers. But I think what's what's important is how he gets his numbers. If you watch the first quarter of game two mm-hmm. and compare that with uh, game the second half of game two, you could see why this series doesn't seem to be competitive so far. Um, LeBron's first – matter of fact, I'm – I'm confident that the, all of his field goals in the first half were inside of the paint for LeBron James, meaning he was driving. He was driving. He was driving the entire And, and, and you didn't have two. to look at the game stat two. sheet to know that. Game two, and game two, he came up with the energy. Right. But the problem, what the problem is with that is that he was very obviously tired by the middle of the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a phone call? Yeah, she rocking. Carla. What's good? Stop. 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 All right? First and foremost, the name of the game is Hold Your Home Serve. All right? Last year, game two, Golden State blew them out. Everybody, oh, man, this is over. This is over. Hold your home serve. And then and then Cleveland went home and, and lost the game. It was 1-1. That's how it was over. You know? But let me tell you what they need to do. For one, Tyrone Lue needs to tell these boys to slow the shit down. You're not outrunning them. Slow it down, right? And for two, pound the ball with Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson down low. Zaza ain't doing shit. You know what it is? LeBron, I'm taking Tristan Thompson out the game. He can't. He don't know what to do. He's running down the court. He don't get the ball. What you going to do? You going to lag once in a while, too, on the defensive end. You know, they need to slow it down. And I'm going to tell you, the move that Egan may be making, I, I agree with it, bring JR off the bench and let Shepard start the game. Shepard. I did Shepard hear something about game. that. Shepard start the game. He will put a lot of pressure on, because Shepard is a tough boy. He's going to put some pressure on KD tomorrow. LeBron is not going to cover KD at the beginning of the game tomorrow. They're going to put Shump on him. LeBron going to go to Clay Thompson. Yes, yeah, you know, And they're going to put Kyrie on um on on the barge boys, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, see all it, it is the strategy, man. Then look at this. You ain't talking about because you mentioned the referee. You ain't talking about all the big ass calls they gave Kelly. They gave Golden State a lot of calls, man. Only person they they called fouls on was Draymond Green because the referees don't like Draymond. That's the only reason he was getting fouled. And plus, Draymond do some stupid shit a lot of times. And that's the only reason he got in foul trouble. But I'm going to tell you, KG cannot stand the crowd going at him. Everybody felt good. So you know what? We had a whole arena in gold and yellow, whatever the fuck they were, cheering them, rousing and everything. Mama sitting down there slapping all them goddamn kids at him. Somebody, come on, KG. Come on, KG. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't happening in Cleveland. And remember what I said. And that's one of the reasons I was waiting for y'all to start talking about this series so I can come on in and tell you, Trey, stop. My short seven may sound good. At least you reasonable. But Trey, stop. It's not over. 
right. It, it's, over. it's over. It's over, Chief. Yeah, I mean, just but look at look so, at the, hold on. So you got who you got you got the Cavs in how many games? I'm assuming you got the Cavs. I I, I got them in six. So what what road game you got the Cavaliers winning? Well, obviously they, the Cavs will have to they, sweep. They win a game five. Yeah, they won a game five. Yeah, they, they're not doing that. They don't sweep. They swept last year. They, I mean, they, they went three and zero. Oh. Uh, they went three and zero, oh, baby. Sure. You better listen to the Chiefs, Rockets. I feel you, Chief, but and and I know it's not just you. Everybody's comparing what happened last year to this year. There was no Kevin Durant last yeah, year. Stop you know, y'all, y'all got y'all got to stop comparing stop what happened that. last year to this year. The, the the Warriors are a totally different team, whether you like it or not. They have a different dynamic. Okay. Think about think about it this way: they replaced okay, Harrison Barnes. They replaced Harrison Barnes with Kevin Durant. That that is the that is a big time upgrade. That don't mean nothing because you know what? Remember when they were on that stretch on the road on the East Coast and they lost they lost three out of five games or even four out of five. The only team they beat was the Knicks, and the Knicks made them tough until the last six minutes of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And Carmelo checked out. You know what I'm saying? They would have got sweet swept on the road. KD will not play good on the road. All the Superman that you see him doing, it ain't going to happen tomorrow. And I'm, I'm mad because I got to go back to fucking work tomorrow night. I work the next three nights, man. So you and I hate that shit, So wait, so, so if they, so let me ask you something, Chief. So if yeah. Kevin Durant has a bad game in game three in Cleveland, you don't think right. that Steph can't pick up the slack? You don't think Clay? Can't pick the slack up. You don't think what? somebody off the bench like okay. Iguodala can't, one you know, come in and do some thing, things? One thing you missed in game two, and ain't nobody speaking on it. That's why I need to. Um, well, um, I ain't finished my point yet. I ain't finished my point yet. I'm a, I'm a blast to show. I'm a blast to show tonight at 10 o'clock. But let me tell you what. One thing y'all missed. Steph hurt that fucking knee. I bet you they ain't talking about it. Any amount of money that bitch was icing up after the game. He hurt his he wrist, hurt too. He hurt his wrist, oh. too. He hurt his wrist, too. Yeah, his wrist, too. I, know, I, yeah. I was going to mention so, that. Trey, let me finish my point. So, so soft and ivory will be the softer comes down in Cleveland. Just watch, Trey. Trey, you won't be apologizing to me Thursday morning, <laughs> all right? Hey, look, hey, hey, you hey. already took your show once, man. I know you ain't going to, you don't want to go with you. Hey, you, you trying to do this again? You trying to put a bet, another bet out, man? No, I ain't put no bet out, man. Again, man. <laughs> That's what I thought, nigga. Too old, man. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? You know what? Or, or if, if, you know, if I wasn't going through this, you know, little situation with mom, dude, I'd probably go out on them and say, fuck it, Trey. They down too old. I bet you any amount of money they win. And they probably win a seven. They probably go back to Golden State and whoop that ass out there to set all them bitches up. Hey, look, we ain't got to bet no money. Look, I, I tell you, I tell you what, and 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 let's be clear. I'm I'm just I'm just instigating. Um, uh, if you wrong, uh-huh. we I think Trey would appreciate it if you make a public or a social media apology to Trey for ever doubting his sporting his sporting prowess. Online, so everybody in the X Squad can see and social media world can see that if you would come, if you would go on your show and say Trey is the best sports analyst in the world, okay, I can do that. That yeah, ain't I no problem. I mean, even though he, not, well, hold but, up, this is what Trey wanted to do for me. 
right. Trey gonna have to come on and say, number one, Chief Rogan, that motherfucker right there is the baddest goddamn phenomenon in the world. The he can tell you what's gonna happen and, 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 and don't even know what's gonna happen. But he can tell you it's gonna happen and damn it, that shit don't happen. That's what you do. Huh. You come on there and you me up so bad to the point where people be like, man, she must be redeemed. <laughs> hey, so why I got you on the line, right? And we and we obviously about to go yeah. over time real quick, cause I, I gotta I gotta I gotta give you your props, man. Uh, a lot of people was talking about uh, how you took over Doug show the other day, man. And I got a chance to listen to it, man. And I, I you, you held it down for the for the old folk, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh yeah, well you know my show. Uh, you know, so many people out here that think they know how to do sex shows or just talk about what's going on in this world that they affect and all that, and, 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 and think they know how to make a woman feel like a woman, they all be lying, man. Lying. You know what I'm saying? Hey, be lying, man. Hey, you know? hey Chief, um, me, me and Maestro, you know, we text each other back and forth about this. I was like, right. you had her wet, and Maestro was like, oh, I think she was just acting. And I was like, sure, okay, whatever. She was wet. What you think? Oh, what she knows. What you oh, think? Oh, hey, hey. She definitely was because she had that vibrating myself. You didn't hear it back in the background? Yeah, she had that going while I was talking to her. When I told her I'm going to come from down in the ceiling, that bitch went on high speed then. When I told her that motherfucker. So, hey, man, hey, listen, y'all listen. I'll go ahead and close the show out, man. I just had to highlight you out, man. But, uh, hey, listen, man. Check out, hey, I was going to do a show last night, and I had three girls lined up, but uh, I was still on SME, you know, and I wanted to do it on my brand, you know, right, so, right. so I can put oh, it man. in my you, folder. You know, we, we had a lot uh, about brand. Right, and so what happened was, uh, KC was telling me, you know, he was, he was, he was uh, watching a movie with the wife, so he couldn't come on there and come to my computer and show me how to do that shit and whatnot. I ain't find out until the day how you log out and shit off that shit, man. So uh, I fucked it up and missed out on the opportunity. I had one girl when it brought a uh, bra and panties set, but she was going to FaceTime me while we doing the show and while we talking, she was going to FaceTime me so I could see all this shit. Chief Rocker you know trying to be the uh, modern day Howard Stern up in this joint. That's what's up. Hey, man, I'm just trying to get in what I fit in at, man. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, well, I appreciate the entertainment, man. Appreciate your call, champ. Chief Rocker After Dark. Check him out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good one, bro. All right, boss. All right, homie. It's the, All homie. Right. It's the homie Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern. Yeah, so getting back. And by the way, let me let me go ahead and shout my internet love out. Thorny! Switch. I ain't, we ain't seen her in the chat room on this side in a long time. It's been a while. That I miss you. Welcome back. And Welcome back. Saying, uh, but we, you know we had a little rap, so I know what's up. I was gonna say, yeah, don't, don't, don't. You, you like you sound like you. Uh... You sound like I'm what? <laughs> you sound like you got distracted. Oh no, 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 no go no, ahead, go no, ahead, go ahead. Like that. Nah, but uh, but getting back to the Warriors uh, to the finals, let's say. Um. So here's what I was saying is is that um. And and this kind of. Uh, ties in with, with Rob Parker's comments about um about how LeBron has kind of ruined the league with this you know the whole super team dynamic. Yep. Um, 
I kind of agree with Rob Parker, but I also believe that he that LeBron James has created an interesting an interesting opportunity, and this is why I'm going to criticize LeBron James, even though his stats were amazing. And um, so here's the thing. Um, you know, obviously, no, don't nobody want to stop comparing him to Jordan or or yep. or, or or saying is he the greatest player ever. Which, um, you know, I, I hold my opinion. I, I think he got an opportunity to be the best ever. Just hold, you know, wait. <laughs> Just give it some time. Got to give, got to win gotta, some more yeah, chips. I know he been, I know he been in the league a long time. But got to win some more chips. I think if he beats this team, this mm-hmm. Warriors team, this Kevin Durant, he's number one. Three and a half All Stars. He's number one, on and he team. got two. He's number one in the game in the world, and then he got two and three. On one team, if mm-hmm. he beats this team, you know you the it's it at very the conversation least, is now at worthy. This momentum has been has been developed. the Jordan yeah. Lebron comparison. I, it's worthy. All I'm going to say is that if he wins this series, momentum has been developed. Mm-hmm. So in in I guess support. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say I'm supporting him being the best ever. Uh oh, we got a phone call. Caller, what up? What's good? What up, what up, Trey Mice? What's going on, boy? What up with it? Who, who, who this? this? This Rough Buff, man. What's going on? What, hey. Let's talk Rough Buff. What up, man? Yo, man. What, what these Cavs going to do, man? They hey. got to slow the game down, man. They it's over, man. Trey said it's over, man. I, I I got the Warriors in seven, so it's not over yet. I picked them in I picked the Warriors in six, but the way they look, man. Cleveland going home. They're going to get a false sense of security. They're going to play well. Well, they just got to slow the game down, man. Make it ugly. There's no way in the world you can run with Golden State. But what I was going to what I was going to say when Chief Rocker was on, did you notice? Did you notice the uh, the difference in Game Two from the first quarter to the second quarter? Did you notice how they were running their offense? They went in immediately, Definitely. and LeBron James went. He was either posted or he was going straight to the rack. And all of his field goals in the first quarter. And I think it was like twelve in the first half. I'm sorry, it was like I think he had like anywhere between twelve and fifteen attempts. Every single one of them were in the paint. In the and, paint, and for, exactly. And, they, and, were only, and they were only down by three at halftime. And for some reason, in the second half, he went away from that. Now, who do you blame? You blame him, or you blame Tyrone Lue? He got he got to control him and, and, and manage the game properly. And I adjust. believe I believe LeBron James was tired. Yeah, he's trying to do too much, man. Yeah. He definitely needs some help. I believe he was tired. Yeah, and rough. That's that's where I'm gonna get to. It, I I talked about the lack of the bench support in games one and two. If they're gonna have any chance in this series, guys like J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, Darren Williams, Channing Frye, those guys on the bench have to give you something. They can't just go over you know twenty or whatever you know whatever the numbers were. Um, I know I know they had the bench had like, I don't know, 10 points or something like that. But that's not enough. You need more from this bench because you're going to get you know what you're going to get from LeBron. You know what you're going to get from Kyrie and love. It's the others that's got to put in their points. I agree with you 100 percent. But in order for uh, Kevin Love, Tristan, uh, old ass Williams to be effective, man, they can't really go to say you got to slow the game down. You got to make it ugly. Down. You yeah. got to make it. You got to make it possession. And you got to hit shots. Down. To make great shots and take Golden State out of their comfort, really, of running up and down the court. You got you got four horses 
like five horses coming down the court. And who you going to double team? You can't double team nobody. That's mm-hmm. why KD's getting open and, and doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he ain't used to playing uh, single coverage. And then game two, Clay Thompson used to be, caught fire. Exactly, exactly. So, and for them boys to pull it out, man, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to hit the reverse button and stop trying to play with them and play their game and make and make go to state adjust to Cleveland. Otherwise, it's gonna be over in four, man. Um, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, Definitely, man. Go ahead, fellas. I'm, I'm about to go home and get off. I just uh, got the text message in the chat, and I just called in. I didn't know what that number was. So, my man. All right. I, it was a humbug, man. Good, good talking, boys. Y'all right. take it easy, man. All right, Ruff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. So, so he, he uh, Ruff, Ruff brings up an interesting dynamic, and um, see, Kyrie Irving, um, and 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 I was, I'm, I'm, I'm still putting the reason why I'm putting the blame on LeBron James before I get to Kyrie Irving. The reason why I'm putting this blame on LeBron James is because LeBron James is the greatest player in the world, and I understand he needs help, but he, but. He does still, in the lieu of needing help, does have to set the precedent. Mm-hmm. He has to set the now, tone. Now, question for you. Don't you think he was trying to set that precedent with no. his back to the basket I, in, in the, the, first in the quarter, beginning yes. of the game? In the first quarter, in the first half, yes. But mm-hmm. there's the, the team is still looking for him to keep that going. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they were, they were down, what, maybe three at half? Yeah, something and it, like that. And, it, and, it was bec- and, and he was already in... Like on the way to a triple double, right? By halftime, yep. It was because it's because when he puts his back to the basket, or if he's going for it, everybody has to roll in. Everybody yep. has to go in to help. They have to foul him or or do yep. something to get him to miss the shot. Yep. That's when he can kick out, and that's when he can rebound. Yep. And then and that and what that does, if you keep it going, mm-hmm. that's how Tristan Thompson's offense gets started. See, here's the thing, Tristan Thompson. Does not have an offensive game unless it's off the rebound. Sure, you can't run sets for Tristan sure, Thompson. Sure, but, so but he's still, and even with that point, he don't have he. he even he, with that point, there was some rebounds that was reachable for him, and he just was not in position, or Zaza was doing more than he was. There were moments like there were moments like that I, in the game. I think. I think. This team, and, 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 and again, it's the reason why I, I just can't give this to the Cavs. This team lives and dies by LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Warriors, if Curry has an off game, Durant. If Durant has an off game, then Curry or Thompson. Or, right. Like, there are three legitimate, four legitimate players on, on their starting roster that can cover for somebody for a star having right. an off game. There, there's and let's not forget this. The Cavs are not a great defensive team. Let's I mean we let's not sweep that under the rug like it doesn't mean anything. They're going up against a high powered offense and it's bad enough you don't play great defense. But now you're facing this team is with three and a half all stars. Is it that they don't play great defense, or is it that they're playing against a supreme offensive team? I think it's both. I think it's both. Because well, more of because you're because you think it's more of that they're playing against a team that runs so much, right? That it really ha- it checks your conditioning. And it, and let's be clear, it ain't too many teams that so, are conditioned to deal with that. Game in and game out, and the win record show the win total shows it. So do so do you do this? Do you put a spy on KD? And, and what I mean by that no. is, do you 
You start Shumpert. Get take your take your three best defensive players off the bench. Who who would that be? It would be Shumpert. Shump. Who, who I else? mean, to be honest, if the rotation that we just talked about, Shumper taking Jr. Smith, okay, plays, that's what you need. Jr. is kind of spotty, but he can still. Jr. Smith plays terrible defense, and, and, it, and I don't know why nobody is saying this. It's spotty. It's, no, no, it, no. It's terrible. It, it's spotty. No, it's. Te- I don't know why it's nobody's spo- saying spotty. this. I don't know why nobody's saying this. Mm-hmm. I, I watched on too many. I watched. Look, he ain't great. I'm no, not no, trying to say he's terrible. great. Terrible. His defense is terrible. I watched too many times where they on a fast break and Jr. Smith. I w- literally watched this in game one where Jr. Smith. It was a fast break. Right. Jr. Smith ran to the three point shooter and didn't stop the ball. Kevin Durant ran to the paint and dunked it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, like, that's. Yeah. That's basketball one on one. You can't do sure. that in the finals, and that's not the only time he's done it. It's just the the, the example that I'm choosing to use. Right, right. This but, nigga is ridiculous. But he's it, a terrible it's, defender. It, it, it's it's spotty. It, I'll say it's he's not great. He is not great defensively at all. He's spotty. But getting back to my point, if you take the three best defensive players on the, whether it be on the team overall or off the bench, use that rotation. To say, look, you're guarding KD. Make that make that guy work. Get him get him to get tired, and 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 let's just see what happens. Combine that with LeBron. Set the tone. Back to the basket basketball. Here's why I keep believe, keep doing that. Yeah. Not just the first quarter, but the problem is do the, that throughout the, the issue, game. The issue that I had, um, not the issue, but. The, I guess the what I think could have happened better yep. is that while he was while he had eighteen field goals in the first half, mm-hmm. um, I don't feel like enough of the team got involved when he was in that paint area. I'm talking about game two first half, right? He didn't get enough of the team involved, and that might it might have it might have just been a Florida game. I don't know, but um, I feel like for somebody to be to have eighteen field goals in the first half. Um and still be on the cusp of a triple double. Yep. Some other people should have had some more points. I think Kevin Love had like twenty. He was shooting. Um. I, I just don't. I just. LeBron James and, and yeah, I, I, I hate. I hate. I hate that I had that I feel the need to criticize him because again he's the greatest player in the world. But and I hate to use these cliche. But what. With great response, with great power comes great responsibility. Just gotta set the tone differently. You you have to continue to set the tone, even when you're tired, when you don't want to set the tone no more. You gotta continue to set the tone because you are the tone. You are the reason that I mean, and I'm not blaming it sincerely on LeBron James, but I'm saying, Mm -hmm. um, and note anybody who who just uh, came into the show. I preface this with LeBron James has an amazing opportunity in the conversation of being the greatest basketball player ever. And it's things like this where he has to be able to he has to be able to get people involved even though he know he just want to score on the he want to score with his back to the basket. Um it seems like he got so aggressive in the first half, which I loved by the way. He got so aggressive mm-hmm. that he may have lost sight of what was happening? Um, what was happening around the court? Meaning, right. he needed to get other people involved. Yeah, yeah, that, and and that's the thing because I, I I did notice in that first quarter where it was just like whether 
whether he was had his back to the basket, taking a shot, whether he was driving to the basket off a fast break and just decided, you know what, I'm not even going to look for the open guy. I'm yeah, not even going to dish it. Steam. I'm just going to go ahead yeah. and just and finish at the rim. And, 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 and obviously there are times to do that, but there are also times that you have to look around and see what's available. Yeah, he, and, he and, didn't facilitate early enough to really set that tone really good. Um, I, I know Deacon Dell's in the chat room. I know Kesey's in the chat room. What's good, y'all? Uh, Thorny Switch says, um, that's low-hanging fruit. Um, unfortunately, when you're the best, you got to pick low if you're going to beat the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also says he has to get people involved. That's fine, but is he the coach now too? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I don't. I, I'm sorry, I don't know what we thought about Tyron Lue. Um, yeah, let's be clear. LeBron has been the coach for a lot of teams for coach. Long... He's the coach. He's the GM. Yeah, he's. I mean, I, he's you know, the owner. He, he's. I'm telling you. Yeah, he, I mean, it, he's probably gonna he's probably gonna buy the team from not Dan by, Gilbert. Not by not by title. He's not the coach, <laughs> no. But he's definitely the, he's he is he is the end all be all this team. And you could Tyron Lue could feel some kind of way about it, but we know what it is. He's the end all be all this team, and he has the right to say if that's it. That if it's between. Tyron Lue and, and, and LeBron James at a disagreement. Mm-hmm. He LeBron James is probably LeBron James got a fair shot if he does what he want to do that it's going to be excused because he's LeBron James because he's LeBron James. Okay, so so moving forward, right? Game three, game four. A lot of people think the Cavs will get one, particularly game three. I'm just LeBron I, James is not going to allow this. I think to, it's, LeBron man. James is too. He's not going to allow this to be a, a six game series. I don't believe that he's going to allow this to be a six game series. Right, Thorny. And, I'm just. I'm Thorny. I'm just playing. I know he's not the owner. I, we 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 just we just making fun of the fact that he's that he making that he's making decisions he outside of being a player. That they base these that they base their decisions on him. Look at look at what happened when he left the Heat when he wrote that little soliloquy in the paper. He mentioned all the names of the team, all the players on the team, and didn't mention Wiggins. Yeah. And and you you thought it was just oh he just didn't mention him maybe he just forgot him no that was a plan to trade him to Minnesota for Kevin Love yeah no read I, between no, the lines no, I'm not just playing yeah Trey's Trey's just playing no he is the he's not the owner by title but everything basketball decision basketball wise revolves around LeBron James if he don't like it he goes say something that gets changed. Why the hell is Dante Jones? Why does Dante Jones still have a job? James Jones. No, Dante Jones and James Jones, but Dante Jones still have a job. I don't know. LeBron James. I don't know. I, I'm sorry, and no shade to them. I don't know. <laughs> no shade to them, but that's it. That's that's his man's. That's his homie. Yeah. That's his homie. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Dante Jones and James Jones. James Jones got. Six ring. He's a, he's been a part of all seven finals that LeBron's been part of. Which which leads me to this. Which leads me to this question. So if the Cavs get swept, or they or 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 they lose, <laughs> look at Mocha. She says, "Thorny, you know how Trey and Maestro are." Whatever, y'all. If they lose in five or four, I can see something happening here where LeBron is now. Gonna be paging 
mellow paging cp3 paging any one of these other guys that potentially could be on the move i.e a paul george jimmy butler any of those caliber players i could see some big changes coming whether whether it's in cleveland or whether lebron decides hey you know what i'm looking at some other teams Maybe that Clipper team, if Chris Paul can get that $205 million, maybe I'd, you know, get over there. Which I don't believe is going to happen because I don't believe ever that LeBron is going to play out West. He's got it too good in the Eastern Conference right now. I don't I don't believe that he will ever play a Western on a Western Conference team. Okay. That's just a theory that, you know, that's out there. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, but I think I think something big is going to happen with this Cavs team if he stays on. And if he does, somebody else is coming on that team that's a caliber of player like a Paul George, a Melo, a Jimmy Butler, that type. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, he put he kind of put this on himself, man. Yep. Th- um, Thorny says, and that's the problem, the organization isn't willing to do what's needed. Well, they've gone over the luxury tax. I, I, I think they've done... Well, Way beyond no, no, what I, I think, and, and Tony, correct me if I'm wrong. I think what she's saying is the the problem is is that um, he's so much in charge of what goes on that owners oh, and coaches don't. You think take the owners are letting it happen, They're, right? As a, as opposed to just saying no, this is what you need to do as a coach, right? This is what you need as an owner. This is what you need to do, right? Right. We run this organization, right? Right. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I give you that. I give you that, but. From my, I, I guess where I'm coming from is is that um, you went into these offices and said this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. and you got what you asked for. Yep. You got gotta, D. Williams. You gotta, you gotta yep. deliver. Yep. You gotta deliver. You went in and said, and you went to the media and said how, how you felt about yep. point guard. Not as true. Guard. You, you know, you, you know. How you your play your relations with your teammates? The reason that Dante Jones has a roster spot. Yep. The reason why James Jones said this is your doing, LeBron James. And again, let me be clear. I think he has an amazing opportunity if he beats the Warriors to make all of this work. And then and then he's the greatest nigga on the planet. Mm-hmm. And I got to give it up. But for me, getting back to the finals, that's too because now. Now that he created, you know, he created a, you know, this whole super team thing. Yep. The Warriors have created a super team, and they didn't have to do many right trades. Did LeBron set that precedent? I think LeBron. I mean, I, obviously the Celtics did it, but LeBron created the precedent. The Cel- yeah, uh, yes. from a from a player he standpoint, he created. I mean, it. obviously this ain't the first super team ever. I mean, right. He, you know, but the, the teams have done that in yeah, the past. This pre- this precedent was created by LeBron James, GM, whether it be it. his fault or not. Yep. But that that you know, six and three, four, five, six rings he did. But it wasn't his fault though, because he no, was he a, didn't create the super yeah. Team. He was a free agent, and he had the choice to go wherever he wanted to go. And he chose to go. And I'm not mad at it. Let's be yeah. Clear. I'm not either. I'm not saying he did a wrong thing. What right. I'm saying is, is that he created a precedent where other 
players decided we can't fuck with him yep. unless we create this. Yep, yep. So when he goes, he goes to Miami with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, mm-hmm. you know, top 10 players in the game, and he's the number one, I don't think, you know, he goes there yep. and joins with that and creates a team that nobody, or at least on paper, nobody could stop. Yep. People said, we need to do something about that. Hence the Warriors. Yep. Uh, here it goes, Thorny. Uh, she thinks that he didn't create the super team. And she also says, I mean, damn, is there anything else y'all have to talk about besides LeBron James? Well, Miss Thorny, if you came into the show earlier, around 7 o'clock Eastern time, you would have heard everything not, else I'm that we had to talk judge. about. She out here working on getting. I, I get it. I get you it. Out here get working on getting this paper. Get the paper. I get it. But we no, talked but, about a but, lot of stuff. But hey, listen to us on demand, though. No, no but but um, my point was mm-hmm. uh, getting back to the finals. Yep. Um, LeBron James has an amazing opportunity if he beats the Golden State Warriors in Game Seven because I think it's going to seven. To really get the ball rolling on this being the best player in the world right. I mean, of all time conversation. Right. Um, again, I'm not going to be ready to do it, but you got to make this conversation. This conversation has to be start start to be has to be made. It has to start being made mm-hmm. if he beats this Warriors team with you know four legitimate all stars. Um, he beats this team. You got to start to put him in in that conversation. The conversation the has to be time. it's it's a more and, legit conversation now. And I, I got to put him to that scale. That's why I'm being so critical of LeBron James in this particular in this particular segment. Um, but um, we need more. Kyrie Irving had a bad game, game two. That's, yep, that's just fact. definitely he need had something a bad from him. Game, game two. Um, Tristan Thompson is not getting offensive rebounds. Um, and, and put backs, and it's not because I mean you're only going to get about five, I mean ten points from them out of that anyway. But it's but it be coming in real clutch moments. It seems like when right. the Cavaliers are at their best, right? So hey, let me address Thorny's question here. She says, um, "I'll say again, going to the finals and making Cleveland relevant isn't delivering." No, yeah, it's well, not. No, From, no, no, no. Well, okay, it's yeah. it, it's not in, in the term of the conversation it, we're having. Yeah, no, right. it, I'm yeah, sorry, right. it, it's yeah. not. Because we know this every year going into the season that this is what they're gonna do. We it's it's not like they're running through the Eastern Conference every year. Yeah, it, it, it's not like and, and, and I'm sorry, it and is the field. It's not it's the field. Yeah, it's, it's not like anybody else is challenging them. Yeah, it's the field. We know they're getting to the finals. The question always is, can they beat whoever comes out west? In this case, it's, still, it's been the Warriors since he's been back. Well, uh, well it's been the Spurs in Cleveland. Now. It's been the Spurs. It's been. I mean, I, no. I'm talking about since he's been back okay. in Cleveland. Okay. It's been in this case. It's been the Warriors. The question always will be, <laughs> and 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 it sucks because we might see part four, part five, part six of these finals unless somebody else makes some crazy, you know, changes. Yeah. The question will always be: Can you beat the Warriors? And and especially well, now because well, the they're stacked now. Can he beat the Warriors though. The, again, but no, with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, but I mean, but let's be clear: Kevin Durant probably not going to be there next year. Uh, after next year, I'm sorry. I don't know. After next year, he's probably not going to be there. I don't know. Look, let me make a case for that. Sure. Let me make a case for that. Steph's making ten million dollars, and he's and about it, to make two hundred million dollars. Sure, right? sure, and and I and I know if Steph decides, you know what, I got the ring. I don't care about multiple championships. 
I want to go get the money. I'll go somewhere else. Fine. That that's cool. But what if they all came together and said, yo, like we can really rack off four or five titles. We could, yeah, we could really create a dynasty. And if, you know, if this guy takes a pay cut, if this guy takes a pay cut and we bring in some additional talent, we kind of, you know, mix and match the bench and stuff and just keep, you know, the big four intact. Fam, they could they could dominate this league for the next three, four years. It's that crazy. And, and it's not out of the possibility of happening. Uh, Thony Switch says, y'all ridiculous. Then the expectations are on... Was that pilgrim status? Am I reading yep, right? pilgrim, pilgrim status. status. The fact that you expect Cleveland in the finals is delivering. What did Cleveland do without LeBron? Cleveland did nothing without LeBron, but what did Chicago do without Jordan? Right. Yeah. You know no. So, that. No. I. Again, I disagree with that. You gotta understand. You gotta understand that we're talking. And again, he's cemented. If there's a Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. of basketball, right? LeBron is there. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. Jordan, LeBron, Magic, Kareem. I don't, I, I don't know. Kareem, but those three for certain. Yeah, yeah. LeBron is there mm-hmm. now. Right. If he quit playing basketball, he is amongst. I mean, and and to be honest, if I'm saying, um, if I'm saying right now, who's the greatest of all time? Number one, number two, Jordan, LeBron. Right. If you asking me. Yep. If you asking me. So it's not so much that, but I'm talking about in the conversation of him becoming mm-hmm. the greatest player of all time, you know, amongst the masses. Mm-hmm. I think that this finals is a very pivotal, pivotal step right. in making that conversation go a little more smoother in the favor of LeBron James. Right. Yeah. Uh, just to just address Thorny again, you, you're saying expectations are pilgrim status. The fact you expect Cleveland in the finals is delivering. Yeah. No. See, here's the thing. We want rings. When you yeah, like I I, I give you a good I give you a good example. When John Harbaugh took the Ravens job in 2008, we made the playoffs that year. It was unexpected. Nobody expected the team to do anything. Went 11-5, and won two playoff games, got beat by Pittsburgh in the title game. That set, that set the tone for the next four or five years after that. Ravens made the playoffs five straight years from 08 to 12. From 08 to 11, it was like, okay, You've made the playoffs like you're not surprising me anymore. I don't care that you made the playoffs because I know you can do that. Give me the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Give, give me the Super Bowl because I know you're going to make the playoffs. You do, That's not delivering because. But if LeBron was in New York, this would be a very different combo. Not just y'all, but most analysts. And what if I don't know what she means. Uh-huh. But I feel like if LeBron goes to any team in the Eastern Conference, they're going to the they're going to the finals. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. And 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 really, it's not about it's not about the other teams in the East because I don't want to I don't want to discredit and 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 let's not act like any team that LeBron is on. And I, I'm, I'm gonna just reference these past three years with the Cavs. I'm not. Let's not educated. I don't know what Pilgrim status. Let's not. Means. Let's not act like the Cavs. Are the number one seed by ten games uh-huh. in the standings? Uh-huh. They're two games better than the number two team. You know, the, the, 
let's not act like they're the warriors because because see what we do is I, I i guess or you know people in the media they'll say the west is loaded well if the west is loaded how come the warriors have made the finals three years in a row if they're loaded mm-hmm. they're a better team over everybody in the west but you don't hear that a lot because San Antonio wins 60-something games. The Rockets improve to 50-something and whatever their record is. But let's face it, the Warriors are superior over everybody in the West. You really can't say, you really can't say that in those words about Cleveland in the East because they're only, what, two games better than the next team? One game better than the next team? It's not about that. It's about what do the other teams in the East have as far as a superstar that can go head to head with LeBron. There's no team and there and look, the East has good teams. Yeah. There are good teams in the Eastern Conference. They just don't have that superstar that can say, you know what? It's my time. Mm-hmm. LeBron, I'm coming after you. There's no there's nobody in the East that has that guy. Yeah. So um, for all the sake of the East is weak Da, 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 da. No, the East isn't weak. There just isn't a superstar that can go head to head with them. Um, I mean, I still think they're weak, but all right. I mean, I you can't you can't call a fifty team a fifty win team weak. You can't do that. I mean, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? That's if that's the case, I mean, but no, nah, it's kind of. I mean, at it, the end of the day, they still playing the same garbage as field that the uh, Cavaliers playing. Sure, but I mean, people say that oh, the West is loaded. Well. If that's the case, then the same team keeps coming out the West. <laughs> it's no, I mean, it's no yeah. suspense. And like, it's the only time. And, and let's be clear, we talking about three years. And, 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 sure. You know, so, two C had an easy matchup. Two C in the East. Oh, you talking about the? You talking about the Cavaliers? I'm. I don't know. Said the two seed had an easy matchup. Uh, I, status yeah, is I don't white know. People status. I don't know what that means either. Really I think she's happen. trying to say that we're like we're 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 echoing what I guess white people in the media are saying. I think I that's know. what she's trying to say. Oh, yeah, let me let me know. But uh, yeah, um, I don't I don't follow what I don't go with what white people say. I go off my own opinion, and if it matches whoever else well, is in the I media, mean, that, 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 then whatever. To, I'm trying to understand for the sake of a sports conversation. I, I, don't, I don't think she mean nothing about like by that, but right. Um, but what I'm saying is, what I'm trying to understand is, is he's the best player, and, and, and again, I'm, I'm trying to get back to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, the Warriors are going to, in my in my humble estimation, the Warriors are going to win in seven. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be, bec- but it's because there's just, it's just too much over on the Warriors' side. It's just too much on the Warriors' side. Mm-hmm. And um, even for it to go seven. No, it's going to go seven because LeBron James is that good. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. going to go seven. No, that's that's cool. That no, that no, nah, that that's perfectly fine. That bench got to show status up. Status is unrealistic expectations. That bench can't be a no show though. If 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 they're going to do it, that bench can't be a no show in any of those games. Um, I don't I don't know if LeBron can single handedly. It's unreal. So. Tony and you know, I guess we're kind of talking via chat. But is it is you saying it's unrealistic to expect LeBron James to go to the finals every year against the Eastern Conference field? 
I think yeah. I, if that's what you're saying, then we just fundamentally disagree. Then I disagree. Yeah, right, I, but, I've said from the moment. Yeah, but um, yeah, because I'm sorry. Death only, taxes in Cleveland only, in the finals. The only team that had the a glimmer of a chance was um was the uh, Wizards. The Wizards, right? And obviously that that didn't even happen. Right, right. <laughs> that didn't right. even happen. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Thorny, get out your feelings, Trey. Yeah, get out your feelings, soft ass nigga. Uh, what are you talking <laughs> about? She said, uh, nothing to do with what white people say in the media. That's what you said that you kind of quoted. She, and she put parentheses on that ass. Oh. <laughs> really? Yo, soft, soft ass nigga. Yo. She got under your skin, soft ass nigga. Really? Yo, I, yo, I throw this mic at I throw this TV at that you. That showed me that you and your feelings, soft ass nigga. I and throw, you paying for my TV. Nigga. I, I throw this TV at you, homie. <laughs> where, where, where? Mocha said, Thorny, you have to speak basic language to yeah, train a maestro. Maestro is not, not that intelligent. Like I'm, I'm working yeah. every day. Got I, I got an associate's degree and a bachelor's degree, and I'm still not I'm that made great. High school. I'm still not that great. Nah, but I'm working on it. God is, God is blessing me every single day. So, what's going to happen in games three and four? In your humble opinion, I think the Cavs get game three. I think the Warriors get game four, and they close it out in five at home. I think. The... I just think it's just too. It's just too much. It's too many weapons. On the Warriors, man. I think that the Cavs are going to play extremely better at home. They're going to win game three. The Warriors are going to win game four. But then the Cavs are going to win game five in, in Oakland. And bring it back to Cleveland for six. Right. Yeah. Mm, it's interesting. I mean, look, you, you can never count out LeBron. I, I just think I, I, those, two games said a, those two games said a lot. It said a lot. And, I, and I'll say again, bench at some point in this series, whether it's tomorrow night or game four, that bench has got to step up. LeBron can be he-man all he want, but you got to get some kind of contribution from that bench to really to really solidify, mm-hmm. you know, taking it to a game seven and hopefully, you know, Doing the impossible right. in, in many's eyes. So, so uh, Tony Switch says LeBron James to win a championship every year is unrealistic. Y'all said him going to the finals isn't delivering, and you want rings, right? That yeah, I do want rings, and um, I don't, I don't. Is it unrealistic? Yeah, you're right that it is unrealistic. But I mean, don't we don't we expect unrealistic from our stars? When don't we expect well, Jordan to win the chip every year? Well, it's don't not, we call Tom Brady like if Tom Brady don't win the Super Bowl, don't we kind of? I mean, sure. You, like and, and like I said with the Ravens example, I don't care that you've made the playoffs four years in a row. I expect that you want a ring. Now I want the ring. See, it's, it's not the at that point. It's not at that point. It's not delivering I think anymore. We, I think, I, 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 because I think you've it, proven you've made the playoffs. Now I need you to prove to me that you can win the title. I think I think I think it's on a matter. I think it's a matter of what uh, on on what scale we hold certain players. I don't expect Paul George sure. to go to the finals every year. Sure, I don't expect certain players to go to the finals every year. I expect LeBron James because he's the best. He's the greatest yeah. player yeah. in the NBA. I mean, and 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 just because he doesn't do it doesn't make him the greatest. Not the greatest player. Ever right? I mean, in the game right now, like um, two years for the past, LeBron James has been the best for some time. 
And even when he hasn't won rings, he's still been the best. Yep. But we still expect greatness from the greats. Um, we expect greatness. You got a ring last year. Um, I'm not the greatest. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm not. And she's yeah. she's referring to LeBron. Oh, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. So we we need that. Oh, okay, we need that run. We need to, we need, we need to do a running back. We no, I'm a, we expect you to run it back because yep. you're the greatest. Yep. We want rings because you are the greatest. And what better solidifies you being the greatest than hardware? Yeah, tangible and, proof. And look, one, and one, again, I'm sorry, not to cut you off. And again, even if he doesn't win it, he's still the best. But what's better than tangible proof? Right. Thorny says that's crazy. Basketball is a team sport. Y'all got to be high. LeBron should win every year. Thorny, I agree with you about basketball being a team sport. I agree with that 100%. At the end of the day, and you can go back through history, through the history of the NBA, the team that has won the title has had that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with the exception of the 04 Pistons. And and maybe the, the, the uh, was that 11 Mavericks? The, the I don't want to count that. Well, was Dirk Nowitzki really the best? Dirk was, yeah, Dirk was the, okay. or, right. or pe- people people point that more to LeBron not doing what not he's supposed to be that. doing. Okay. But I don't want to put the Mavericks in that class because Dirk was still that dude and Dirk had been that dude for the Mavs for a while. But with the exception of the 04 Pistons, Every NBA champion has had a guy that has said, I'm taking you there. The best player that's had the best player in the series. Every champion has had that guy. I mean, look at I mean, look at over the last twenty years, the number of teams that have won the title. It's not that many. Yeah. It's not like the other sports. It's not like football, baseball, hockey. You know, basketball, it, there's no parody. There's no parody in basketball, mm. unfortunately. So, mm. um, all these contradictions, y'all funny. Love y'all. <laughs> girl, I internet love you more, girl. Thorny, we love you too. I internet love you more. We appreciate you. No doubt keeping this conversation going, but we, we got to get up on out of here. Hey, man, we gave y'all, if y'all don't know, I'm constantly the nigga behind the scenes talking about, yo, this show is really going past two hours, and I don't like it. So... We get we got an extra forty five minutes in the game, man. Y'all y'all definitely had us in a conversation that was lit. And we actually caught up with the format and, you know, yeah. kinda let it get away, but you know, it's cool. But it's in cool. that case, Bill Russell was the greatest. I mean, that's your opinion, but I, I but who who would who could legitimately say I mean you could say different era and well, the amount and the amount of teams that well, was back then. Not, I'm saying this I'm saying this. Mm-hmm. If it's all about rings, then yeah, Bill Russell is the greatest. But the thing about the thing about these conversations is that it's all subjective. Yep. So I mean, yeah, that's true. You know, Depends on whatever you grew up in, who you watched. It's all subjective. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no question about it. Um, even some of the greatest don't have rings. So, um, hey, I, I just wanted to shout out um, DJ Queen and the brother that Ninja. Mm-hmm. They lost some loved ones, so you know, condolences and. Prayers to you and yours and your families and all that stuff. And, um, you know, we just want to wrap this show up by saying we appreciate everybody that listened in the chat room, outside the chat room. And if you want to check this show out on demand, go to Spreaker.com 
or just go to iTunes on your iPhone and just hit subscribe. <laughs> and then also. I it, girl. I don't want no smoke, girl. Oh, what's she talking about? That. She said I'm backpedaling. I don't oh, want no smoke. I just want some salad when I come down to Stop the, to it. The and here you go, Chief. Chief do, Chief, do three hours. What's up, Tri hey, Chief? I'm not addressing that. I've or I already addressed that on your show. Hey, but we ain't trying to lose this show no more, though. Neither, though. <laughs> right. Can't lose this show no more, neither. Right, right. So lucky I ain't do that, motherfucker. I'd have turned that bitch out. <laughs> yeah, Doug would have been coming after you, homie. I'd have turned that bitch out. But uh, I'm talking yeah. about his show. I wasn't talking about uh, the ten o'clock. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so, you know, you want to check the show out, um, go to iTunes, hit subscribe, you can listen there, and also Google Play Podcasts, you can listen there as well. I'm Trey Frazier, he's Maestro Styles. Uh, yeah, I'm smacking my lips. Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Hey, man, get me the fuck out of here. Whatever, man. man. Whatever, yo. Peace out. Peace out, y'all. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles. Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. DJ, bomb them, never stop. I, I'm on the go. I, I know, you know, you know. God, no, I, God, no. I'm on the go, I'm on the go. But, but my life's ever stopped my door. I know, I'm on the go, I'm on the go. I'm so special, I'm so special, so special, so special. That's why I'm a strap with my father five special. Boy, I bring it together, they want to chase like fatal. Thank I'm so special, I'm so special, so special, so special. Tell them no fear, too fierce expression. Guy, if you know, don't team out, can't chase my detail. Me hear them shot. And I said, them on me, head from black butts. My burn the fire to lit red panda, you better. Help poor people with them bed from black. SSC, a dirty heart, you are got dead from that seat. Now them a say, my mark for death, I need. Time what them say, my walk for death, you see it. Them lock me down, I'm me can't forget. God, you over did a guide, me say, me not regret. Yeah. I'm so special, I'm so special, so special, so special. That's why I'm strapped with my father five special. Them are pretty for girl and them are pretty sex special. But I'm so special, I'm so special, so special, so special. Tell them no fear, too fear, sex special. Life no, nothing more can just not detail. The same thing, Jackie has even at the swine for. In pharmacy too much, that them blind for. One plate of food, them sell out mankind for. Yes, you have yearns, so what the bag of bad man. Besides, set them dot work, so what the fuck them want me shine for. Make them what them want, what them want mix me in a crime for. Had the same thing, while lad rise him nine for. Every dot work, just shall show them a sign for. Make me special and so special, so special, so special. That's why I'm a strap with my father fight special. They want previous the girl and they want chase like petal. But I'm so special, I'm so special, so special, so special. That's why I'm a strap with my father fight special. Make me special and so special, so special, so special. That's why I'm a strap with my father fight special. They want previous. Go, I'm on the go, but them can't play me like the puppy show. Cause, uh, 
make me special and so special, so special, so special. That's why I'm strapped with my 45 special. They want premium the girl and they want chase like pepper. But yeah, make me special and so special, so special, so special. That's why I'm strapped with my 45 special. They want premium the girl and they want chase like pepper. But yeah. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 